Yo, give me a nice MIA beer company tourist trap while listening to Black Eyed Peas Bridging the Gap. Oh, and last but not least, beautiful, beautiful, tasty Patelon. Yeah. Beats and Eats the Podcast. I'm your host, Old Head Ed, as always. Uh, and once again, we're here doing it. We're back at the Solar System Studios. And this time we're joined by someone who I've known since uh, since his inception. Uh, since they brought him home from the hospital. Um, and since then, I've seen him grow. Uh, spent a lot of time together with him. <laughs> um you could find him uh, out in the streets whipping a Civic along with the rest of the uh, SoFlo Shoguns, uh, the car club. He's going to get a little into that. Um, what else? What else does he do? Oh, you could find him at most of our family outings, you know, whipping into, you know, belting out a tune, a melody. All right. And um, and yeah, man, I, I mean, I, let me just get to it. Who I got in the house with me is Brother Gabe, a.k.a. Beardo Gabe, we'll get into that. How you doing? How you feeling? Man, I am chilling. Chillin'. What's up with you, my man? I'm doing all right, man. Yeah, uh, feel good to see you. Uh, As always. And get a chance to sit down and chop it up. For sure. Cool, cool. Um, like I said, um, this young man is um, is, uh, is is brother to old Head Ed. Yes, sir. That's why, uh, hence Brother Gabe is brother stuck. Gabe. You might know him as Negro Bean in some circles. Yes. Um, Man, and, that takes me back. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and he's with us here today. He, he you know, he uh, decided to bless us with the presence so we could chop it up with him a little bit, see what he's getting into, and figure out what he likes, what he doesn't like. You know how we do later on in the show. But but Gabe, how you feeling? Man, you know, just living life, you know. Typical 36-year-old man in a 20-some-odd-year-old mindset. Okay. But uh, but but in all honesty, man, you know, just blessed to be alive. Cause think about it, how many other sperms out there ain't make it? Yeah. Yes. This is true. I'm just saying. This is true. I'm you were the saying. quickest one. I was well, the smartest one at least to get through the egg. Maybe not the quickest. There might have been some strategy involved. Is what you're saying? Yeah. I, well, with my stature and with, with my uh, lack of speed, you got to think of other ways to bust through. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Dope. Dope. Yeah. Well, once again, thanks for coming through. And no, my um, pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. And uh, so uh, I, I want to get into it um, real quick. Um, car enthusiast. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it's uh, honestly, it's, it's usually the main, the main, or the general uh, car enthusiast usually gets into it at an early age. Okay. Personally speaking, um, you know, growing up in South Florida, I, I, I honestly, I hated some Honda Civics. I hated them with a passion. They were all over the place. Yeah. Everyone in my high school had one, and you know, blah, blah, you know, just loud. I never liked them. But hey, now you know, look at me now. I'm, I'm pushing one around. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's reliable. I can't I can't hate. It's a reliable vehicle. It'll be with me for years. Um, but all in all, look, man, this is this is just the world. I'm living my life along with everybody else's, all together, but definitely separate. 
Bam. So so what you're telling me is you, you, that was kind of like a subtle flex right there. Um, you're telling me you're whipping a foreign. It, I guess you can call you're it. You're whipping a foreign. A foreign. Like like it's, it, technically it, technically it is a foreign. I mean it, it might be made here, but it's originally it, designed. It, it, it's, it's the Japanese whip. It's okay. A Japanese vehicle. Shout there out to you, you know, the, Mr. Honda himself. Uh, actually, technically, it was somebody else who started, but nobody knows his name. So for whatever, whoever. Okay. Uh, everybody knows Honda, and I'm not. I'm not talking about E Honda from Street Fighter. No, nah, not that. That, that hundred hand slap. Not, not that. And, and, yeah, watch out for those slaps. Though, <laughs> yeah. You get busy for a big guy. Man. No. Quick. All right. <laughs> cool. Cool. So right now it's a Honda. You're you're, you're down with um, vehicles. Um, what what got you yeah. into? I mean, besides. You didn't like Hondas at first. You didn't, you know. Everybody had a Civic, and now you find yourself driving one. Uh, what got you into just cars in general? Like, what what got you, drew your attention to it? Well, it's man. You think about it. You're inside of a two thousand pound box of metal mm-hmm. with moving parts that technically can blow you up if not, you know, if it's not contained the right way. Mm-hmm. But push the right way, modify the right way. Uh, you know, given the right amount of love. It's a, it, it becomes one, it becomes a part of you, a part, part of your personality. Okay. Uh, you know, you you, you see a, a specific whip, you know, pushing down. Let's say, you know, US one Biscayne or whatever, and and obviously if it's a if it's a car that that's known, you can just say, oh man, yeah, that's so and so. I know that dude. You know, he's an awesome dude. Uh, it's but personally speaking, though, it's, it is definitely a, it's it's an extension of uh, of my person of myself and my personality. Um, and uh, not only that, if, if it wasn't for my father teaching me how to drive stick at the age of 14, you know, that, that's definitely, that's honestly where it all started off. Okay. Because I, I'm, I feel I'm more in control of, of the car. You know, automatic whips, don't get me wrong, it takes you from A to B. But all you're doing is putting it in P, in R, in D, and that's it. All you got to do is control the gas and the brake. Stick shift car. You got to know when to shift, when to push the clutch, how much to release it, how much to press the gas after that. And, and it's all, it's, it's a, it's a symphony, okay. in my opinion. Yeah, it's, it's not, uh, listening to you go through the uh, different, um, different, uh, uh, the, the, the park, the reverse, the neutral, the drive. Um, it, it, the first thing I thought of was a uh, multiple choice test, yeah. but you're not going to get it wrong. I mean, it's like a multiple choice test where you're not going to get it wrong. That's you're going to end up doing something where you want to do anything. That's so true. You, you feel a lot more connected. Um, b- break down that story. When Do you remember how it went down when you first learned how to drive stick? Like like, oh, like it was yesterday. Go ahead. Yeah, hit I me mean, with that. All right. Uh, if, you, if you have any knowledge of the uh, North Miami Beach area, uh, there's a, a public beach uh, by the name of Hallover Beach. Uh, it's south of, if I'm not mistaken, south of 163rd yeah. uh, and north of Bell Harbor. Uh, and there's a there's a parking lot. That's a huge, huge, huge parking lot. Uh, on the intercoastal side. Yes, yeah, on the I intercoastal remember. side. Okay, and in fact, though, what's funny, even funny, is that they, if you ever pass by now, there now, there's still that dude that sells the kites. He's wow. still there. Wow. Still okay. Shouts to him. Yeah, man. Man, I never bought one though. <laughs> <laughs> Sadness. Um, but anyway, so yeah, man. Pops used to take me out in in uh, out in the parking lot. Well, actually, hold on. Look, it, we might have to bring it back a little more. Do that. We got time. at the age of ten or eleven, he had himself. A, I forget the year, but it was a Ford Festiva. Yeah, <laughs> the egg. The egg. Yes, the, it's the a little, hard-boiled egg. A little white egg. It was only a four-speed. Yeah. Uh, and plus reverse. Uh, but if it was, but and the passenger side of things. 
uh, while you know while my while pops was sh- uh, was pushing in the clutch, I'm changing gears for him. Okay. And, okay. and and that's how I started learning. He's like, all right, man, let's put it in first. Boom, had it in first. Yeah. All right, we're gonna push it into second. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready, pops. Boom, put it in the second, and he keeps on going. Third, boom, fourth, boom, and and that's you know, it it definitely put a spark in me. Okay. Fast forward a couple, a couple more years. That's when he had a '95 uh, Volkswagen Golf three. Type okay. three or some something like that. Okay. Uh, this one's a five-speed, maroon in color, you know, beige interior. It's definitely a, a, a family vehicle, but it had his pep. Okay. It had his pep. So he would take me out to Hollowover Beach parking lot, uh, and then just one day, well, we used to go there just to do our our norm our weekly walks. You know, just him and I just to talk and mm-hmm. you know bond or whatever. Then uh, just out of nowhere, he's like, "Yo, get in the driver's seat." It's like, why? It's like, well, you're gonna drive. I'm like, no, I don't want to drive. I'm not. <laughs> nah, nah, you're good. Don't worry about it. You, you, you know your shifts. You know, you know your gears. Oh no, now it's all about putting in. You know, the, bringing in the clutch into play. All right, cool. And oh man, it was horrible. Horrible. <laughs> horrible. I, I must have stalled that car a good 10, 15 times. Wow. Good, but um, but you know, thankfully for him, you know, the, the, he stuck with it. He he didn't get frustrated. Uh, you know, he just you know kept giving me the pointers, kept you know telling me, "Hey, you know, make sure you know just think of it as, as as a as a as a, uh, a teeter totter, a seesaw, okay, if you will. While one is going up, the other one's going down, right at the same uh, right at the Makes same sense. time. Makes sense. So uh, then, and then finally, you know, I started to show some improvement. Uh, about two weeks after that, again the same token, the, the same idea. We're out at Hollywood Beach, drive, you know, just practicing. Then he dropped a bomb on me. He's like, "All right." Drive home. <laughs> Mind you, I mean, you remember from from Yaya's house, uh, our grandmother. Yes. Yaya, she lived what? Uh, That's North, a good. Uh, uh, my North Miami Avenue and uh, hundred and sixty eight. One sixty eight. That's right. One sixty eight. That's right. Over there so which the... pretty much is the Golden Glades, which is the yeah. opposite end of one sixty third. Yes. It's from the Golden Glades is one side of one sixty third or one sixty seventh, which turns into it. Yeah. And the op the clear opposite side all is, the way is, to the water is is the water, and yes. you're just south of there, so you still have to come up north and, and then, then head west. West. Wow. So we're looking at a good. Uh, well, let's say 10 miles. Okay. Oh, but then on top of that, you know the, the people don't know how to drive in North Miami yes. Beach. Uh-huh. Oh, God bless North Miami Beach. Hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, man, it's home, but... Yeah. Uh, man, they, they really got to teach them how to drive. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man, so, sure enough, he'd be, I was forced to drive home that wow. day. Wow. And, uh, then, you know... Trial I, by fire. Tra- just, yeah, yeah, let's get it done. And next thing you know, like, hey, let's go, let's go. I stalled, of course I stalled. Mm-hmm. You know who wouldn't stall with, yeah. all, with all that stress around you? Yeah, yeah. But if it wasn't for that, you know, it's it, it it'll it is definitely what pushed me forward in not being afraid of a car, well, not you, being afraid of driving. Yeah, the good the one thing about pushing yourself and and going through the the mishaps and the mistakes is that you know that that was the worst it can get. Yeah. And from there, it's you know now you know what not to what to what not to do. For sure. And uh, and you know that that fear that fear. Is not necessarily gone, but it, the edge is gone. Like yes. it takes the edge off. Like okay, yes. when I did that, I got I I realized what it is to get some you know somebody honking their horn at you, or, or maybe drifting into a lane too early or whatnot. Yeah, but yeah that, that everybody goes through that for sure, for sure. Definitely. So you took the trip back to grandma's house, and, uh, and how, what was that feeling like once you pulled up? No, dude, I was shaking. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I was literally, literally shaking. Get out the car, you know, my my, my knees are buckling, and yo, it just. Think about it, you know, well, I'm 
first of all, I didn't have my I didn't even have my learner's permit at the time. Uh, I was gonna ask that. I was like, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was riding dirty, man. Yay, dirty. Hey. But you know, but <laughs> Pops was on the side. You know, he kept me calm. There you go. But again, when when you have you know again, SUVs and trucks and semis whizzing by you, or you're whizzing by them. Yeah. And you know, it's. It, Oh man, it was it was it was it was an experience that would not change for the world. Enough enough to shake you. Enough, enough to shake enough you. To sh- enough, enough to leave. I'm you telling you, it was like a five point five on the Richter. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh damn, oh, boy, damn. So that that was that experience. Cool, yeah. cool. And then uh, and then I imagine eventually you got you got your learner's permit or your license at some point. At three years later, at the age of eighteen. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it took me a minute. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, I think I did the same thing. It, yeah. was, it was after uh, after high school. It was definitely after high school. I had I had graduated. It was after high school, and uh, yeah, I went to get my license. Um, yeah, and, and that that's a whole other story. I'll no, share one day. One day. But but yeah, man, it definitely. So it's yeah, I was I was late on it too. But sometimes late is on schedule. You never re- you're you right. They never even realize it. Uh, where, where else am I going with this? Okay, uh, so so you're driving. So um, at that point, you've got you you're starting to develop a a uh, connection with vehicles. You're now you, you can drive. You're getting around to places whenever you have a vehicle. Right. Uh, what was the first vehicle you was actually driving? Ooh, 1998 Dodge Neon Highline. Okay. Purple in color. I ah. called it Grimace. Grimace. You yes. Grimace? I recall. I recall. Man, that thing was you know, a single single overhead cam. And my, and mind you, this was around the time when you know Fast and the Furious, the very part, first part, Fast and the Furious came out. Uh, our, our cousin Ronald had a '99 Honda Civic, supposedly uh, uh, SI. What up, Ronald? What up, Ronnie D? Big ups. Uh, uh, his uh, our homeboy Hector had like a '94, '95 uh, Civic as well, but his was uh, his was like also a single overhead cam. Okay. And uh, and then it was myself. I had the uh, that had the neon single overhead cam, and in fact we went to go watch Fast and the Furious opening night at Aventura Mall. AM, in fact, AMC had just opened the, on the second the, floor of the, the new third floor. It was the third floor of the new wing at that time. At that time, okay, yeah, because there's a newer time. wing now. Oh, but that's, okay, yeah, there's a bougie. I call it the bougie wing. <laughs> yeah, but you know that's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, after after the movie lets out, we all get to our cars, and and on top of that, what's even funnier, uh, Ronald's ex girlfriend. Uh, but so happened to hang around with us all the time. Okay. Uh, she, you know, she, she decides to ride with me. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Uh, we get to that light off of Ives Dairy and right before, uh, oh, sorry, Ives Dairy Road and right after Dixie going west. Okay. Okay. And, and it's, so it's right there on the corner of, by the G, by the JCC. Yes. Yes. That, right, that right. light. Okay. Right before uh, Highland Oaks. Middle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Highland Oaks, HOM, my alma mater. Uh, we're out, all three of us, all at the front. Ronald's in the middle, Hector's on the left, I'm on the right. <laughs> and you can only imagine this what happened fresh, next. This is fresh off of watching a movie yes. where people race cars in the street. Yes. <laughs> and, and on top of that, this is like two, maybe 145, two something in the morning. Oh, damn. Okay. So we have oh, this is going to get interesting. We have open field, open Okay. Lanes. And then we, you know, it, it was definitely just like the movie. Dolls just looked at each other. Not a word was even, not a word, not a breath was said. So, uh, hey, wait, did Ronald's ex-girlfriend have any any say in this? It was just going to happen regardless. Oh, no, she she was encouraging. Oh, really? Oh, she yeah, was, okay. Well, she, 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 there was some animosity at the time. Oh, oh, okay. Them, so she, okay. You know, she, and it, 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 the t- in typical Vin Diesel style, smoke them. 
I'm telling you. That's, uh, maybe not the little words, the words yeah. but that, that was the yeah. feeling. Or that, that or that baritone, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it was it was hilarious. But yeah, green light hit. All three of us. Yo, I've never honestly that was like the first time I ever peeled peeled tires in my in that car. Wow. First time, and and we yo raced from that avenue. Yeah. All the way to North Point, all the way to where we used to live. Nah. Yes. Wow. That's over yeah, that's ninety-five and all. That is a stretch. And who won? Your boy. Damn, Grimace yeah, came through. Grimace, I'm telling <laughs> Grimace. you, and it was fun, and come to find out, single overhead cams, they got torque. Okay, they got torque. They may not have top end, yeah. but they got torque. And on top of that, and on top of that, you know, the the, the uh, we're talking about regular streets. I don't need top end. I need the torque. Okay, and on top of that, and at least back then, Hondas so happen to have a long third gear. Ah, I realized that when whenever I watched them drive. Okay. The neon, that third gear is quick. Third and fourth are quick. One and two are long. Third okay. Third and fourth were quick. Yes. Once I hit third, that's, yeah. pulled on them. Pulled okay. on them both. Uh, then, of course, you know, when we get to the complex, it's like, yo, my God, what do you have on that engine? <laughs> man, this is stock, man. This is straight American stock muscle. A good 120 somewhat. I don't know. Something okay. like that. So, but, so just yeah. to take it back a little bit. Um, Take it back a little bit. Yeah, so man. just so the, the listeners expl- uh, learn a little bit, I can learn a little bit. Sure. Torque and top end. All right, torque. Torque, if you're, all right, if you've ever seen two cars uh, at a drag race. Okay. Torque is the is, is the force that, that, that makes the car pop a wheelie. Okay. All right? Okay. Basically, because it's, it's the immediate transfer from the engine, the power from the engine straight to the transmission, straight to the wheels. Okay. And if you, if you have more power, if you have, you know, the umpteen amount of power... That 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 top that front end of your car is gonna go up, and you mm-hmm. all you're gonna look at is the sky. Okay. Well, obviously, if you have enough power. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, but when it comes to front wheel drive cars, that's for rear wheel drive cars. Okay. Front wheel drive cars, yeah, you still get that little lift, but it's I mean it's it's straight, you know, tires to the rubber to the ground, yeah. and it'll pull you forward real quick. So it's more of just that your suspension will come up a little bit on the lift, but your tires will never come off the ground with a front-wheel yeah. drive car. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Now, and then when it comes to top end, and that's when you know that that's when the more horsepower you have, the better, because uh, depending, especially on depending on how long or how how much of a distance you have in said race. Okay. The top end will de- will definitely pull you forward from I'd say three quarters of the way all the way to the end. Okay. You know, if you have more power, uh, yeah, your your torque may not may not get you in front of the other guy or the other person but your top end will basically get you to catch up and then and then keep and on going blow past them okay exactly. excellent excellent see y'all, y'all you guys are taking notes write that down write it down uh, you're picking things up i'm picking things up and that's cool so you made it back to the complex yes everybody pulled up everybody <laughs> thought you had some type of cheat code I'm telling you, man. <laughs> and all you was doing was paying attention as they were driving at times i was up, and up, realizing down, that down, there man. was a little bit of a lag between the uh the second and the third i'm telling you you gotta, you gotta find the weakness and take advantage that's it exploit it exploit exploitation cool cool yeah, man. excellent excellent so that was that that was the car that was your first car very first and uh and now i like agree discuss now you're driving a civic and you're yes, part sir. of the uh south florida showguns or the south flow so flow showguns showguns shouts to y'all crew. for sure for sure now yes, what does that what does that consist of something like joining a like, car club or what have you now well in all honesty it's not necessarily just to be a part of a car club it's uh the way the way i see it and and i would assume that you know my, my fellow my fellow crewmates would would, uh, would agree. Um, it's more of a fi- it's finding a bond between other individuals. Yeah, you may not be blood, but 
the common interest of the cars brings us together, but then the bonding and everything else makes us a family, if you will. I mean, it, 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 in all honesty, it is pretty much the same aspect as the crew in Fast and the Furious. Okay. You know, it's uh, uh, we're all we're all different walks of life: Filipino, Dominican, Puerto Rican. You know, white. Uh, we even got some. We even got some ladies in the crew. Nice. And uh, but yeah, you know, it's it is definitely a similar interest. Um, we're actually opening it up to all JDM cars. Basically, JDM is all all cars uh, based out of Japan. Okay. So not just Hondas. It could be Toyotas. It could be Nissan, Infiniti, Lexus. Uh, you know, all the, right the Subaru. Line. Yeah, all of them. All, all the down the line. And um, you know, yeah, we're just we're looking for quality people, not quantity. Yes. You know, some crews are more out there to to be the biggest crew out there. Yeah. But you know, if you got punks joining the crew, it won't last. Uh, it not only would it not last, it's putting a, a bad name on the yeah. on the crew and right. and everybody else in it. Okay. So you know, we're we're quite selective with uh with who you know who we allow in. And, uh, you know, not everybody's, you know, is, is accepted. Not everybody is uh, is even willing to commit. But, uh, you know, the, yeah, there are two, we actually have a committee. Okay. Which actually I'm, I'm a part of. Uh, there's specific rules and regulations that we actually put, you know, made, made upon ourselves mm-hmm. uh, that, that needs to be followed. And, but, you know, the main thing is, is respect. You know, you, you got to respect your fellow man no matter where they come from. Yeah, that's the basis. That should be the basis Hell to yeah. every situation, for real. You get a lot more done when you respect the person. You you know you you'll get through a lot more things. Oh hell yeah! If you respect, if there's a, a definitely level of respect, dope, For sure. dope, cool. So without running any red lights, yeah. you gave us a you gave us a pretty good rundown of how it started, where it's at now. Oh, uh, gave us a little anecdote yeah. <laughs> in between, and um, and with that said, man, we're not yep. gonna we're not gonna let up off the gas, and we're gonna move right. into the next segment. You Let's down? Go. I'm ready, man. I'm in. I'm in fourth. Let's go to fifth. All right, Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Yes, sir. I'm feeling adventurous. Maybe I'll try something new about a logger or porter, pilsner, Belgian or stout. Bruce Beats and Eats. Yes. This is the podcast, and we're back. Getting into the second segment, it's the uh, bruise portion. I'm about to get crunk. I'm still old head Ed. That's still brother Gabe. That is me. And uh, here we are in the por- the portion, the segment where um, we get to um, we get to sample from a variety of beers, uh, craft beers, mm-hmm. <clears throat> different styles, different uh, alcohol by volumes, different uh, states brewed in different areas, different breweries. Um, and uh, before we get into it, I wanted to take the opportunity um, to try something different. Uh, we're going to set it off. We're going to set it off this time around with a, uh, this is something that I did with the Mama Juana King when he came through. Oh, Ludo. Yes, sir. And uh, and uh, he came through and we had, uh, we actually started things off with a shot of Mama Juana King. Okay. So I figured, you know what? This that might not be an, uh, a bad concept just to set it off one time, get, you know, get, get the nerves, break the ice a yeah, little. Man. All right, so let's uh let's go ahead. We got two shots poured up here. Yes, sir. Ching ching. Salute. Yeah. Ooh, work. Okay. So now that's done. Ooh. Shouts to Mama Juana King. Ludo. Reach out to him for the um for uh for getting your own bottles. You, you know what I'm saying? You can find him at uh Mama Juana King on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or all about the Mama Juana King on Instagram as well. 
And uh, make sure you get your bottles. Try it out, man. You, you're not going to be disappointed. So, Yo, uh, that's delish. That's the closest thing I got to an ad. <laughs> Yo, that... Right? I mean, yo, I, I'm not getting paid for this. That is, um, that's quite the quite the libation right there, man. Considering what we've had in the past. Yeah, oh, man, yeah, yo, yeah. the Mama Hunter from the past ain't it. Yeah, I Mama told Mama Hunter in the past will put hair on your balls. Now, I'm not saying this won't. All I'm saying, that old one, though. Yeah, Ooh. see? All right. Earth. So that's, so if you're trying to get that mission accomplished, <laughs> get, get that old other Mama Juana. Get the old stuff. But uh, if you just want to enjoy a good Mama Juana, make no. sure you hit up Mama Juana King. This is way better. All right? Way better. So now that that's out the way, yeah, man. let's get into these brews. Let's do that. Because aptly so, this is this is the Brews Beats and Eats podcast. So yes, it is. Let's see what's up with these brews. I got four All different right. brews for you. You might have tried them before. You might have not tried them before. Okay. Um... Pretty much, I just want you to sample them. Okay. Give me your thoughts. Yay, nay. Let's go. Dope a dog food. You know, I'm definitely going to get this next time I see it. I'm, I'm not going to mess with it. <laughs> it's all your opinion based. Like I said, we don't have sponsors here, so we're not going to hurt anybody's feelings. Word. And um, so let's get going. Let's start off with the first one. The first one we got here is what from is the uh, the MIA Beer Company. I, I know like those. All right. Guys. And uh, this is their Miami Vice. It's, it's a play on okay. Miami Vice, but it's yeah. a Weiss. It's a... Um, this is considered a uh, Hefenweizen. Hefenweizen. Look at that. And I'm probably pronouncing that wrong because my German is not what it. Well, I'm, I don't speak German, so so it's not what it used to be. It's not. It's just not German yeah, at all. So I do not sprachen Sie Deutsch either. Bro. Correct. All right. Let's see what we got here. So, like I was saying, that's a a Hefenweizen, Hefenweizen style ale. It's made here in Florida, Doral, I believe, to be specific. And that one's coming in at a 5.8% ABV. And once again, that's from the MIA Beer yeah. Company. So, yeah. Not to be confused with the Miami Brewing Company. It's two different mm. ones. And I have a I have a bad habit of confusing the two, but this is definitely the MIA. MIA Beer Company. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. A little ASMR for y'all ASMR lovers. Y'all let me know if that actually worked. <laughs> I'd be interested. You as the listener, uh, you know, comment on, on the IG or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. Hit me up wherever. DM me <laughs> and, and tell me if that, that whole ASMR thing actually worked. Yeah. I, I'm interested. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Honestly, yeah, it's smooth. No, is I it? dig it. I dig it. This okay. is definitely, uh, it's, it's as smooth as a Corona would be. Okay. But it, 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 to my taste buds gives a little kick at the end. I likes it. Definitely. I like I'm it. sure, I don't remember exactly what a Corona weighs in at as far as ABV. Oh, I'm sure that's maybe a four. And this one's a 5.8. So you're going to feel this one a little no, more. Yeah, this is... um, and, and that's actually, that's that's a pretty good thing. The fact that it's as smooth as it, as, smooth mm-hmm. as it is, but it carries a little more with you. So um, you'll you'll be enjoying a beer yeah, that actually man. has a little weight to it. This is crisp. Or or like some people say, the, uh, the effed up factor. Effed up. That's actually shouts to uh, Sadat X. He uh, he, he used yeah. to have a show called Wine Connoisseurs. And, Did he? And he'd have this. He'd review wines, and he'd be like, that. he'd be like, "Yo, the fucked up factor you know, <laughs> on each one." <laughs> so shouts shouts to Sadat X, brand Nubian. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, yo, this is the, the crispness. Actually, is just it's just surprising to me. Okay, I dig it. Okay, um, mm-hmm. what what beer do you typically go with? Well, um, I I do I, I definitely do when it comes to the MIA Beer Company. Uh, they they make uh, one called the Tourist Trap. Uh, that Mama Jamma, that's a 10.0. Okay. 
Yeah, that's that's a 10.0 on the ABV, and uh, and the only reason why I know that, I mean, that's just I, I, whenever I go somewhere and they have it, I'm getting it. No matter, I don't care what other beers are out there. You know, the three monks or or and, and if even funky. I love funky Buddha, but no, the, that tourist trap gets me every single time. Yeah, so you so you're a, you're a Belgian fan. I believe that's a Belgian triple. I guess I am a Belgian fan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Now you know. Uh, now you know uh, to keep an eye out for other Belgians too. But definitely, Tourist Trap is a good one. And that's why I like uh, what's it called, Blue Moon. Uh, yep. There you go. That's why I like Blue Moon. I just okay. Now I'm putting ah, two and two together. Yes. Yes. Good definitely. Deal. Definitely. Bam. Right. So we got that one covered. Of course, like always, we got the Presso chips just to clean. Clean, cleanse, cleans, cleanse the Cleanch? palate. Depends, it's fragile, you know. Is that what but, it is? Uh, <laughs> cleanse the palate. <laughs> or maybe just soak up a little bit of the alcohol. Yeah, man. And while we do that, I'm going to start introducing the next beer. And that one is um, actually from the Abita Brewing Company. All right. <clears throat> and that's their strawberry lager. Um, Ooh, it's a fresa. Fruit, yes. It's a fruit and field beer. Okay. Um, also, it's like kind of like a wheat ale. It's uh-huh. uh, out of Louisiana. 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 Nolens. Nolens. And uh, this is a 4.2 ABV. (laughs) Yeah. You remember that chef? Remember that chef on the show? Uh, I guarantee. I guarantee. Yeah, it was the... I guarantee. Yo, that... That's that's when chefs was like, yo, that's a big dude cooking mm-hmm. the food. You know what he's talking. You oh. know that he knows what he's talking about he knows. when it comes to flavor. That beer, that wasn't a beer belly. That was a food belly. <laughs> yes, that thing yes. protruded a good three feet uh, from yeah. his torso. Oh yeah, and he had suspenders, the overalls. Yeah, I think it was suspenders no, or overalls. Suspenders, yeah, suspenders to hold black up the suspenders. Pants. Wow, and industrial strength suspenders. <laughs> yeah, ma'am. Dope, dope. Speaking of uh, PBS cooks, remember uh, uh, Yen can cook. If Yen can cook, so can you. So can, man, I love Bro, that dude. That was hey, that was man. You think about it before uh, Food Network or oh, Cooking man. Channel. Yeah, like PBS had. Had PBS it. started it all. Yeah, bro. Said it all. Nobody give PBS the props, though. Nah. Yo, go donate to PBS. For real. If they're still doing that. They, they Oh, every year. Twice a year, in fact. Do they? Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Man, I know, bro. I know. Actually, you know what? I know back in 2016, mm. and not to get... Yeah, we're we getting off. <clears throat> of it. Too into uh, to politics or whatnot, but apparently there was like a threat that they were talking about shutting down PBS. Like there was, because it's... It's it's pub it's, yeah. it's not publicly funded, but there was something with the um, the government was saying that that uh, they that it wasn't it was money it wasn't money well oh, used yeah I remember it wasn't that. money well used to continue PBS mm-hmm. like, yeah what are you talking about mm-hmm. coming from 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 two cats that was raised on the Sesame Street on the street yes <laughs> yes on the street and when they were, and our neighbor was good old Mister Rogers man that's that it bro yeah that Charlie come through what never even seen one King Friday. King Friday. I actually, uh, and, and for my listeners who got the young ones, uh, I recently learned that Ooh, uh, this is delicious. That now they have a, a, a an animated series called uh, No Way Daniel Tiger. Daniel Tiger based no on way. the puppet based on the puppet that was um, in the um, in Mr. Rogers' Mr. neighborhood. Rogers, no yeah, kidding. the tiger, the hand puppet that was the tiger. Now yeah, they have. Yeah, I remember that one. So for y'all that have got little ones at the house, mm-hmm. you know, let me put you on to something. It's been a while since I've had little ones, but. <laughs> yeah, they got a show on there. Don't ask me where it's on. I don't know if it's Cartoon Network, if it's... I don't know what station oh, it's on. I, I gotta but, look that up. But uh, yeah, Daniel Tiger. Check it out. Animated series. Uh, it's it's out there. It's definitely out there. So, bam. So, right Daniel now, Tiger. you're uh, you're trying oh, yeah. the... Uh, yes, I am. The Abita Brewing Strawberry Lager. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you think. All right. All right. Hold on. Hmm. Well, you definitely taste a, taste a strawberry in this one. Yeah. 
I'm that's, actually trying it for the first time too. This is one of the delicious. ones that caught my attention. That's not bad at all. That strawberry that that strawberry cake helps with the bitterness. It helps calm the bitterness for you know. The, the, honestly, I would recommend this for like one of like a first time beer drinker. Okay. I de- uh, yeah, I'll definitely recommend this. Well, what's the ABV on this guy? Oh, uh, this one's um a four point two. <clears throat> not bad. 4.2. Speaking of first, I know I've never done this before with anybody, mm. and there's always time for new things, trying everything out. Wow. Um, you mentioned first time beer drinkers. Do you remember what your first beer was? Ooh. Which I gotta just note to self, I gotta add that into the into the talks. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would have been some interesting stories. But go ahead. Uh, your first beer. Well, see, you don't have to disclose though. the age. You oh, I, the- man, I don't care. Are you kidding me? Yeah, honestly, well, here's the thing though. When it comes to my literal quote unquote beer, it wasn't alcoholic. It was O'Doul's. <laughs> O'Doul's. Okay. Oh, possibly. It was a D O U L S. O'Doul's. It was at a. It was it was at my homegirl's family function, at in San Simeon. I don't remember that complex, San Simeon. Okay. Oh, just north, just north of North. Just north of exactly, just on San Simeon Way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and it was uh my homegirl from school. She was having a little function, or her parents were having some function. And, uh, and, you know, she's like, hey, come on through, whatever. All right, cool. Went over. They had old duels. Now, mind you, my, you know, 14-year-old mind is thinking, yo, all these all these adults around, and they don't care about kids drinking old duels or drinking beer? Bet. I love these Canadians. Man, <laughs> I, gra- I grabbed me a bottle, chugged, chugged. It was disgusting. Were you trying to avoid anybody from catching you? Like, you Honestly, not- well, I, I figured... <laughs> You know, the, the, I'm gonna get the getting when the getting is good. Okay. And, and and if anything happens otherwise, then so be it. But uh, as of right now, I'm gonna try to get as lit as I can. So you took that over. <laughs> yeah. So, to get, so, yeah. Which I know lit wasn't the word, but just the fact that you, you're about to get it, you're trying to get as intoxicated as possible. As possible. After chugging an old duels. As a 14 year old. As a 14 year old. That had that had no knowledge. <laughs> had no knowledge. After oh. chugging an old duels, yeah, that's that's mm. a trip. I'm sorry, hold on, let me get back to the strawberry. This Go ahead, yeah. Hold right, yeah, yeah. oh, on, cool. this is. Does this Honestly, kind of you know, it, when it, you know how people drink wine at the end of the night? Yes. I would drink this. Ready? All right, to come off of this, a nice meal. This would be a nightcap for me. Okay, okay. Delish. Something. Almost like a dessert. All right. Strawberry see. cheesecake, if you will. Okay, okay, or a shortcake or shortcake, whatever. Cheesecake, shortcake, shortcake. But either one, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm fat, so I choose cheesecake. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I I I'll get down with a good cheesecake, but there's a whole other segment for that. So for sure. definitely strawberry oh. lager. But yeah, back to the old duels. Uh, yeah, man. If it wasn't until my third that uh, my homegirl Julie, the 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 one that the, her family, it was her family's function. She's like, hey, yo, why why are you why are you enjoying that beer so that 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 drink so much? It's like, what do you mean? Why am I enjoying it? This is alcohol. It's my first beer. Man, I'm I'm getting swayzy. <laughs> she says, no, you're not. That's non-alcoholic. Man. Yeah, that, that reminds me. That reminds oh, me of a... Uh, <laughs> that reminds me of... If anybody remembers uh, Beavis and Butthead. Yes. A, a, a staple MTV <laughs> animated series. Love it. You know, back in the day. I think there was an episode where they ran into a, 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 they came up with some type of game plan to get beer mm-hmm. at the corner store, and they pulled up, and they, what well, they, they bought a version of Old Duels, I don't know if that's what they called it, 
But uh, they bought Yo, eight versions of Odoo yeah. and then they sat in front of the store, just taking them to the head, and they swore to God that they was drunk. Like if you watch the episode, they're sitting there going, "Oh, I can feel it." This and that. Yeah. So, this so, there was a psychological drunk. No, for real, for man. real. Cool. Man, good old Beavis and Butthead. Man. Yeah, man. Why can't they bring shows like that back from MTV? Man, MTV. We are doing MTV. They're not I'm, doing much nowadays. Uh, not well, doing much nowadays. I'm just, I don't really watch it much anyway, so don't blame Yeah, me. I don't blame you. So that was the uh, Beater Brewing Company, the Strawberry Lager. You mm-hmm. really felt that one. Yes. You, know, you walked away impressed from that one. It was sure did. quite captivating. That's going to be my dessert drink from now on. Nice, nice. All right, let's get over to the third one. This mm. one is, this one's a popular, mm, Yeah. Uh, you know, hometown popular and a favorite beer. This yes, one's uh, from the Funky Buddha Brewery. Funky. Also from Florida, right yes. around the corner here. Oakland, and, Park, uh, Oakland Park, to Oakland be exact. Oakland Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was the Pineapple Beach. Okay. This is uh, an American Blonde Ale. <clears throat> and I love me some blondes. A. And uh, this I'm, one clocks in at a 5%. I'm also single for those wondering. A. There you go. <laughs> 5. Got- 5% ABV. My man is single. He likes pineapples. Walks mm-hmm. on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens here. I'm plenty chunky too, so I'll keep you warm. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, hold on, let's see. Ready? Here you go. See? You know what? That straw the uh, the strawberry strawberry lager yeah. has more of a hint of the strawberry in it than this has of pineapple. pineapple. Okay, okay. That's an observation there. Funky man, you gotta step it up a little bit, bro. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's smooth. Okay, it's yeah. smooth. I had to give it some time. Yeah, yeah. Let it, it marinate. Mm-hmm. Let it marinate. Okay. Thoroughly, yeah. Thoroughly yeah. enjoyed that one. It, you know, it's 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 bubbly too. Check that out. Yeah, I'm sure it's got a good amount of carbonation in it. But anyway, sure. no, it's um, you know, when it comes to this, you can definitely feel the 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 the, uh, the summer humidity in Fort Lauderdale in this thing. Okay. In this, I mean, I mean that in a good way, though. Yeah, I mean that in a good it way. It puts you in a place. So, yeah. someone from up north, if they, oh. they, if they wanted to escape mm-hmm. the reality of their forty-five degree May yeah. May day, three foot snow in, in the middle of May, and there's forty-five degrees up in NY. Oh, true. And yes. uh, this this is probably one of the beers they would like to. They should get their hands on they so that they can kind of like take take themselves out of their. Uh, It'll, their reality for a minute with this pineapple beach. It'll, okay. It'll bring us to spring to spring break mode. There you go. There you go. That's definitely the truth. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, it's dope though. Okay. Uh, have you tried this one before? No. Okay. Well, have I though? I don't Wait. What was the what was the one that we had at one of the, at, the, at that brunch at Funky Buddha? Oh, it wasn't this one. It was it the vibing. That's it was okay. The, it was the vibing. So no, this one I haven't had before. Okay. Yeah, they, it was their vibing. Yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah, that vibing with the on. Uh, it let me down. The yeah. vibe let me down. But Funky Buddha puts out so much good shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I curse? No. Hey, listen. Oh, um, there's oh, no damn. rules to this. Um, oh, my bad. Oh, this is the internet, man. This is the internet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck shit and all that good shit. See? Or poop. I don't know whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you nah, heard it. Yeah, man. But yeah, honestly, no. This is um. I I like beer. I'm not I'm not one to hate on. Well, I can't say that though. IPAs are yeah. okay. I gotta be in the mood for an IPA. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, that, I gotta be in the mood ask, for that. I was gonna ask you, is there one beer you don't drink? But no, I, I, I gotta be. Uh, to me, what the only way I would drink an IPA is if I know I'm gonna get crossfaded. 
Okay. Y'all, if y'all don't know what crossfading means, yeah. uh, I, I suggest you don't want to know. Yeah, hey, listen, there's only one way to get between one sound and the other sound. You're right. You hit the crossfader. You hit the crossfader. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You hit the crossfader. <laughs> you know, you go from, to, from, from table one to table from two. From table one to table two. You got to crossfade. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you, know, you want to get blended? You, you... Crossfading is uh, the 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 mixture and enjoyment of uh, of Earth's natural herb uh, uh, with, with some alcohol. Okay, that's what it is. All right, okay, okay. That's a, that's a crossfade. Yes, you guys pick up on that slang, man. We're gonna teach you some things. Here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably nothing nothing you could take into a, a career or no, a, no, or a boardroom no. meeting, but unless you live in California, there you go. Or Colorado. Yes. That's it. Oh, they, you got some California listeners, don't you? Oh, for sure, sure. I got people's out in Cali too. Shouts to y'all, man. Yes, sir. Cool. But yeah, cool. I'm not, you know, I might as well finish. I'm not gonna let it. Mm-hmm. Hey, it takes a it takes a special type Ooh. of drinker to not let the beer go to waste. You're I appreciate right. that. You're I appreciate right. that. I am. So, all right, while you take a moment there to uh, cleanse the palate, mm-hmm. pretzel style. Pretzel. I'm gonna start getting into that that, that fourth and last beer. Yeah, we got next. What we got next? This one right here is from the Southern Tier Brewing Company. It's their Mango Crush. It's a session sour ale. Ooh, um, agrio. Yes, and uh, this one's an American Wild Ale. I picked this one up because I- I'm a fan of mango, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I haven't discovered like the the the. I haven't made sense of the whole sour. I know beer typically doesn't come with a pleasant taste right uh, and you don't drink beer for a, a pleasant taste it right. has an acquired taste and then they'll you know they'll brew it with something that might catch your attention like chinola mm-hmm. or you know maybe pineapples or yeah. strawberry whatever have you bacon um, but this one but I'm, I, I'm still not yet able to grasp the concept of a sour ale so um, I figured this would be a learning experience for both of us right. like I said this is Southern Tears um, brewing Southern Tier Brewing Company's Mango Crush it's a session sour ale it's an ale brewed with mango puree and uh, milk sugar. So let's see what's up with that. Milk sugar. Mm-hmm. It's a no, seasonal. No way. It's a seasonal beer. I guess the, the no uh, way. This beer they make it one time and that's it. So once it runs out, runs out, you're not gonna find it again. I don't blame them. <clears throat> this is definitely one of them. One of them uh, uh, limited editions kind of beers, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. How, how do you feel about the, uh, Yo, the that, sour? Ain't no sour. Okay. Well, at least not not to me. Okay. It, it's um, so you've had beers that are more sour than this. Oh man, I've I've, I've had some tart ass beers. Okay. Okay. Tart, tart to where like that. Pucker like my ass pucker. <laughs> you ain't tart. Yeah, and you ain't drink it down there. So negative. Why the hell would your ass pucker if you ain't put yeah, the beer to it? I'm telling you, man, is that tart? No, but this when it comes to yeah, this is session sour. Really sour? No, it, it, this it's. Now I'm not sure what know. I'm not sure what type of flavor. Um, or or, or uh, what would come through th- with the milk sugar? I'm not. I'm, that's the first time I've ever heard of it. <clears throat> Anybody out there know what milk sugar does or how it's incorporated into beers? Let me know. Hit me up. Must be a sweet ass cow. But yes, Asuka. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah, it's still I got it. It's the cow that's you know raised is? by the, the by the cane field. That oh, be grazing by the cane field. So there you they, go. They graze on the sugar cane. There goes their milk sugar right there. There you go. Boom. Boom. You know what I'm saying? You have a, you have your, um, 
your Kobe beef, which well, I believe they're the the cows are treated a certain way. They're given sugar and orange peels and no way. Their, their diet. There's there's a specific diet when it I, comes to Kobe beef. I thought it was just the fact that they're from Japan. Yes, like a, like a nationality kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, That's nah. what I thought. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. There was uh, they are from Japan, but uh, <laughs> but the, definitely the uh, the Kobe well, beef man. cows are treated a certain way. Well, they're they're fed a certain diet. Huh. And uh, and that's where that's why Kobe. That's why it's like like mad marbleized. Yes. Okay. No, but it's it. All right. When it comes to the this uh, southern tier, Mm -hmm. uh, mango. No, it's it is a smooth ale. I mean, uh, is it even ale? Mm -hmm. Yeah, ale. All right. It's sour ale. It is smooth. It is honestly when it comes to these four, this is the smoothest. Wow. In my opinion. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, considering that it's the one that has sour on the label no this is um, the smoothest in my opinion it's also it's the style that it's it's a uh, american wild ale style the beer itself and it's brewed and out of new york um it's yeah, also yeah. A, it's also a ghost style ale i've seen goes around or gose i don't know if it's, it's it's like i would say gose because it's spelled like jose but with a g in the front ghosts ghosts oh go- ghosts. oh like jose but gose i'm gonna call it gose not not on patrick Shazy going on no okay yeah if uh until somebody corrects me i'm gonna <laughs> call the G-O-S-E beer, a Gose, because it goes with Jose. Yes, it is. And uh, that one clocks in at a, at a 4%. So I think it's, okay. the, it's the lowest of the four yeah. I have in front of you. Right. Um, but uh, but definitely, you're enjoying that taste. No, it's, you like what it's... Honestly, I, I, would, I can drink more of this, quantity-wise, than, uh, well, than the other three. Okay. Because it's... it's it is the smoothest in my opinion. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Damn, we're learning things. Yes, sir. Excellent, That's excellent. Delicious. So where we stand right now, mm-hmm. we, we you know oh, four beers up. Four of them are down. Four beers down. Yes, sir. Um, let me get your uh, let me get your thoughts as far as a ranking system here, or uh, you know the the one you would go to right away, which I think you touched on it. I mean, of course you touched on it, mm-hmm. but uh, all right now, well. I'm sure it, it, it all depends on the situation, but as a generality, everything from taste, from crispness, uh, to uh, just uh, to the overall enjoyability. Okay. Is that even a word? Let's make it a word. Let's make right it. here. Yo, Bruce Webster, beats and eats. Webster, put it in the dictionary. Enjoyability. Enjoy. That's what he said. What he said. Uh, Honestly, though, when it comes to number four, I, uh, sorry, Funky, I'm gonna have to do that pineapple beach at number four. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'll go three for the for the mango crush, the southern tier mango crush at number three. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, okay. man. I mean, well, it's because the other two, to me, I, it's more enjoyable than the mango crush. Okay. Uh, I'll put. Oh man, no, this is a that's a tough one though. That's so it's down, it's down to the uh, Beta Strawberry Lager Which and the uh, MIA Beer Company's Miami Vice. 4.2 on that one and the 6 on that and the Miami Vice. Yeah, that's a 5.8. Well, if I'm out in the town and I'm trying to get, you know the word. Crossfaded. That word. I'll go Miami Vice at 1 and then Strawberry at 2. Strawberry Lager at 2. Okay, cool. So, just to recap, mm. you like them all. There's, I do. There's... Certain scenarios, situations for each one where it would call for one over the other. True. But ultimately, if you were to walk up to a a beer cooler at your local uh, uh, beer spot, Mm -hmm. you know, supermarket, what have you, 
your order would be definitely Miami Weiss. Yep. Strawberry uh, lager. Yes, sir. And then uh, mango crush mm-hmm. from Southern Tier, and then the Funky Buddha Pineapple Fun- Beach. Funky Buddha is going to be the number four in this case. Excellent. Yeah, man. Like I always say, there's no wrong answers. Word. Just the right amount of buzz. Right amount of buzz. Shit, I'm feeling it. And with that, we're going to crossfade into the next segment. Mm-hmm. We'll see y'all on the other side. Old Head Ed. Brother Gabe. Brother Gabe. Brews, Beats, Andes. That's it. Bruce Beats and Eats the Podcast. Yee-hoo. Old Head Ed, do uh-huh. you want more? I know you want more. I know I do. That's why we're here. And speaking of wanting more, mm. we went through the beers. And, yeah. uh, they left <laughs> yeah, it. we did. Yeah. <laughs> and they left an impression. All right? They left an impression mm-hmm. thoroughly. Uh, we picked our favorite. We picked our least favorite. Well, Brother Gabe picked I his did. favorite and least favorite. And I, I, picked, just, I, I just, I just kind of like... Conducted the symphony on this other end. I'm about to finish this Miami Weiss though. There you go. While you do that, speaking of symphony, this What's is up? the segment where we get into music. This is mm. the beat segment, the beat portion. This is where we discuss music, what you're oh, listening man. to, um, you know, what what brings back memories, what you like to oh, hear. Wow. You know, I mean, I I don't like to waste time on what we are not fans of because True. I don't like to give those people any airtime. I don't blame you. But um, the question is ultimately, brother Gabe. Yeah. What are you listening to? Honestly, what's the main question is what am I not listening to? Okay. All right. Because um, I, I, I've got honestly, no, let me start off with this. If it wasn't for you, yes. If it wasn't for you, okay, I'm intrigued. I would not be as much of a hip hop head as I am as I am now. Wow. Okay. That was a double as I am. Yes. For, for y'all listening. Um, no. On, in all honesty, uh, well, first, you know, for for those that don't know, there's a seven year difference between us. All right, uh, you definitely uh, had had to start uh, with hip hop before I did. Okay. Uh, you know everything from uh, you know uh, Kumo D. Mm. Uh, you know go to work. We can even take it back even more uh, to the Sugar Hill Gang, Coogee mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know all the just all, all those original original hip hop heads, classic. Yes, um, and. If I, I remember you, you would not let any other music play in the house but hip hop. <laughs> so you 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 were kind of like a, a Castro in that sense. It sounds nothing like me. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on, not, man. If y'all could, if there was a visual component to this, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go right back to it. If there was a visual component to this podcast. You guys would love it because uh, I'm actually right now wearing a shirt that says just hip hop. That says just hip hop. So it's funny that Brother yeah. Game hit y'all with that little anecdote there. So go ahead, go ahead. Yo, I mean, it's, it's, um, and it was nonstop. Well, th- by the time that I, I started to realize how important music was, okay, especially when it came to hip hop. Uh, it was nothing but De La Soul, nothing but Tribe, nothing yes. with, uh, n- nothing but The Roots, um, nothing but Common. Yes. Uh, nothing but, then 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 it progressed, you know, to the late 90s with Most Def, Talib Kweli. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, please chime in if I'm missing anybody, but uh, I mean, I, you know, th- those are the main ones. Tribe, De La, De La. In my opinion, De La, if, if I were to have to pick my favorite group, Dela's the Dela's the one. That's a solid pick. Dela is the one. You know, plug one, two, and three. Uh, Maceo, 
Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, boy, I forget. True Goy. Pause the news. Pause the Pause. Yes. Dude, I mean, it, between it, Pause and, and True Goy, the, 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 the mental capacity that, that you got to have to make lyrics like that and to for it to not... For it to not rhyme as a traditional rhyme, but still rhyme. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, it's uh it's definitely mind boggling. Yeah, and I think uh, <clears throat> I think a lot of times when people t- put together their top fives or their lists or whatnot, mm. um, I think constantly overlooked is oh, is, is this is the skill of MC this the skill level of MC you have when it comes to like you said uh, pasta news the true goy plug one and two definitely <clears throat> uh, yeah they definitely had had a uh, um, away with words and um it was crazy because it wouldn't all make sense when you first heard it uh-huh. uh, a lot of times you, you would just be vibing out to the beat yep. and you would just you know the, the lyrics would come at you in the background um and you would absorb some of the lyrics uh but you would it, it wouldn't all make sense matter of fact i think uh pasta news had a line that said um mm. and he goes uh something about soaking his words in ginger so when he ran a phrase in June, mm. you wouldn't catch it till December. Damn. That was that was on one of his uh, one of his one of his quotables, I think. And and it's true, it's so true. It's like and there's still cats that, that rhyme nowadays that right. they'll spit something and you'll hear it on the surface. You know, right. you'll hear it or you'll listen to it, but you won't hear it or what it means till later on and then yeah. it'll hit you. And yeah. I think that's a good sign of um of classic music. Um, classic music you're gonna play it anytime you play it, you're gonna find out something new something different about it you're yeah. gonna catch something you didn't catch before um hence music that's made nowadays here i go with my old head flow yeah um, give it give a lot it, of the man. music made nowadays and i'm not saying because there's good music made nowadays too right. but the, yeah. you know the, your standard music that's being uh consumed yes it's based around being it have been um having people catch on to the words real quick mm-hmm. so they're gonna keep it real simple yeah now there definitely. might be some double meaning you know there might be you know there might be a double meaning or or a hidden meaning or you know there might be where they're actually talking about uh, someone in particular right uh, but they try to keep it real generic and real right. repetitive so that everybody gets to sing along in in the the environment that they're in and they mm-hmm. hear the song yeah great great yeah, that's man. lovely if that's your type of music that's cool I myself enjoy and and um, really like uh, I'm really intrigued by the word artistry. Right. You know, it's supporting the spoken arts. You know, what I'm saying the spoken arts, um, whether it's poetry or it's or it's actually rap lyrics. Um, right. I definitely hold that into high regard. So I feel you when you say De La Soul. Oh um, man, I understand. I understand totally. Oh, let's um, take it back even more. Far side. Okay. Ah, uh, far yes. side. Yes. The far side. Yes, the far uh, side. You know, uh, and my in when it, one track that'll never leave my playlist is Drop. <laughs> now, okay. Not as I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's an awesome track, awesome lyrics, awesome storytelling. But I am convinced that my name is in that song. Really. I am in the intro. When you hear where it's, uh, I believe it's the dude, uh, whoever's you know mixing and scratching. Or are they just you know playing with um with, with the recording? It, it it sounds like a dude just you know just just grumbling. But okay. right before the first verse starts, I I'm telling you it sounds wow. like it says Gabriel. It, it really yo. You want to play? I, I, play hey, no, I believe you. Actually, no. I I'm, I'm gonna do the research. I'm definitely gonna do the research on it. 
um, and see what see what's up see what's up with that track. Because and hey, listen, we all we all interpret music differently. But yes. if you were able to pick up that sound, no, it, and, and I'm talking about this. I picked this up back like okay. right after high school. So it sounds it sounds. I imagine it sounds like somebody um, kind of like uh, taking a record and kind of distorting the sound yes. and then at one point it sounds like a pronunciation of the name Gabriel exactly so wow. it, it's uh, it, the whatever it, whatever record or whatever Wax is playing mm-hmm. and right at the end of what I feel it says Gabriel it's it, that's when he stops and it's just oh that's ah, when it comes stop. to a stop but I'm telling you man I'm no okay. lie every every single time I hear it my mind hears Gabriel that sticks out to you every <laughs> single time okay that's, and that's dope and that's one of the one of the tracks from Farside that I've 99% learned every single word to that song nice and just, that's, be, that's, and just because of that yeah just because of that and, th- and that ain't an easy one to remember no it ain't that ain't your booty brown one. goes off yeah yeah the, <laughs> the cadence and the and the delivery and with the name like booty brown booty brown yo you gotta be booty, the shit you gotta be you gotta be dope <laughs> as shit now if not you, people will be clowning on you yeah I'm telling you mm. so and it's funny cause you know so it's like we're talking about somebody messing with a record and whatnot, and mm. I know back in the days there was like oh you can play this record backwards and it says something else yeah. you, you know that was, always, that was always like uh, you know theories and whatnot. right um, any other type of music you're into man uh, well now so when it comes to you know your, your instillment of hip hop into my life, and once you bounce from the crib, that's when I was willing. Oh, that's when I was able to uh, to to open up my my horizons and start listening to other genres. Okay, rock, uh, blues, nice. uh, you know, even metal, uh, you know, techno, even you know some pop music, even some country. Okay, okay, you know, it's uh, but uh, aside from aside from daylight, you know the. Uh, one of my favorite, uh, one of if not the my favorite group of hip hop. Um, there was a transition into into a rock, but more of a political rock. Rage Against the Machine has has definitely uh, opened my mind to to, to other uh, train of thoughts. Okay, uh, he's they, they uh, Zach De La Roca uh, and uh, you know lead singer, uh, the lead singer uh, Tom Morello, the guitarist. Uh, Brad, I forget. I'm sorry, I forget your name. But the the bassist. Well, well, yeah. And, Brad's not listening, so you're all right. Oh, okay, cool. He's, he'll forgive you because he's not listening. Man, but go yo, ahead. The, man, don't man, don't do that. You know, he might be listening. You never know. All right, shout out to you, Brad. Brad, what's up, man? I love your tattoos. Anyway, uh, and but then I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna really have to go apologize because I don't know the drummer's name. But that dude could hold the beat better than any other any wow. other drummer out there. Okay. Um, Raising a Mach- raising this machine, it, they they uh, if you've never heard of them, they basically put uh, politics into the forefront at least well for that time frame. Okay. They they brought it out to in my mind uh, show you know show the show the the, the teens and the, and the young individuals growing up at that time you know how messed up a government can be. Okay. Specifically ours. Yeah. Now, you know, I, I'm an American through and through. Where, you know, you you know that we were Correct. both born in New York, raised yes, in Florida. We we weren't we we didn't live any in any other country. Yes. You know, this is this is home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, when, when you see things happen and uh, that tend to be on the hush hush, and for whatever the case is, nobody is willing to talk about it. Okay. But rage is yeah. rage is willing to put to basically put everything on the line 
just to at least let people know Dope. what's really going out, what's really going on out there. Okay. Okay. Uh, where and and whatever you know, whatever whatever it may be that uh, you know that they may be uh, you know either get arrested or they get. Uh, you know, booed banned. off, of, banned, booed off of M- MTV stage. Uh, in fact, it was Brad who, who it was one VMAs that he he so happened to climb a, a freaking uh, one of the scaffolding uh, or one of the the, the, the it was set. a structure, it was yeah, like a structure that was dude, part of the, the set. He just climbed up and I mean, in protest. Wow. I mean, they, they would they would not stop what they what they believe in. Yeah. They, they, no matter what, whenever they found the platform, they protest. They protest. Nice. So they, so they um. And that was that was metal uh, metal band. It's, I know Zach De La Roca. He's yeah. got a, a heavy hip hop influence. He knows yes. the stuff. I've heard him on hip hop projects. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but it, when you're saying that you know their, their stance on on social topics mm-hmm. um, before social justice was a thing, or right. you know the awareness was a thing, um, which I, I guess they carried on the tradition from Public Enemy. Yes, because Public Enemy that was a lot of the basis of a lot of their music was uh, was, was uh, social uh, social awareness. KRS-One, yeah, KRS-One. It, it just started on a smaller scale because you know Public Enemy was really about what was going on in the neighborhood. Yeah, and it looks like uh, Rage Against the Machine evolved like mm-hmm. any good any good music does. You right. evolve and you find a new way and you start bringing attention to stuff that happens on a grander stage. Oh, most definitely. Not just one area. So you bring attention to all that. Okay. Most definitely. So it put a fact, lot of people onto that. Uh, Zach De La Roca, after, after splitting with Rage, I forget how, I forget how many years after, but he, he has a track with KRS-One called CIA. That was off the Lyricist Lounge. Yes, it was. The Lyricist Lounge, the first one. It's him, KRS, it's Zach De La Roca, KRS-One, and a uh, third... The Last Emperor. Last Emperor. Yes. Shouts to y'all. Yo, Last... That last emperor's track or verse verse is still is ill. When he when he throw, started throwing that legal jargon, oh yeah, man. no, that ain't no joke. And modus operandi and all this, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm you, that was that, 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 that's a verse to learn right there. Yeah, yeah. He um I, and most recently um I want to say oh, wow. trying, I, and I, and I should know this um I don't know if it was Run the Jewels second or third album. I think it was the third one. Um he's got a song on there. Okay. Um. Is close your eyes and count the fuck, <laughs> and uh, and Zach De La Roca's got no the way. chorus. He does the chorus, or they sample his voice for the chorus, right? And uh, and he's got a verse in it. Okay, it's pretty tight. It's pretty I tight. Check that out. Yeah, for those for those who are interested. No, so yeah, on. man, uh, definitely Zach De La Roca's been a staple um, through the hip hop community, yes. and he's you know he really associates himself with other people who have. Um, who are of their craft and who yes. are willing to put forward a, a project or not scared to talk about certain things. So that's yes. that's dope. Shouts to you. So Rage Against the Machine was a big... Uh, oh, huge. A, a, a major staple in your... Um, once you started branching huge. out and listening to other music. Huge. And um, um, aside from that, and, um, you know, well, and uh, I know I'm going back to the whole hip-hop side, but Beastie Boys. All right. Beastie Boys, uh, they, they, I feel they don't get enough credit. Rest in peace, MCA, right? Uh, yeah, Adam Yaw, Adam, I think it's Adam Yaw, MCA. Yes, yeah. Sir. Yeah, rest in peace, Adam Yaw. Um, I hope I'm saying his last name right. But anyway, um, when it comes to... When it comes I was to about to get real morbid and be like, he's not listening. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of foul. Technically, he ain't. He's not, but technically, technically I'm not wrong. You're right. You're right. Well, turns out I share a birthday with... with uh, oh, man. I know, no, no, not Mike D, the other one. MCA, Mike D, and, um, wow. <laughs> this is something I should, Ad-Rock. 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 Yeah. Yeah. 
We share a birthday. Okay. Halloween. Dope. October October 31st is my date of birth. That's all I remember. Scorpio gang for yes. sure. Yeah. Right. Yo, Scor- We're better. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, in my opinion, BC Boys, um, they, they don't get enough credit. I, I know they're in the Hall of Fame. I know, uh, you know, that... You know that they've been produced, or that they they've helped produce, and they've been produced by the best. Okay. Uh, but if you, I don't know if you, if you ever realized the 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 album Hello Nasty. Yeah. There's some hidden tracks like, and there it's more jazzy. Okay. They've been a, it's, it's they they have some hidden tracks. It's, it's more of a jazzy feel. No, no lyrics, just straight instrumentals. They, they even have a track where it's more where it's uh, it's a samba. No, not samba, like a bossa nova. Okay. Style. Okay. Um, and you know, yeah, you know, when people hear big Beastie Boys, all the things, yeah, hip hop. You know, white dudes from Manhattan and Brooklyn, New York, New York in general. And, you know, mm-hmm. they even though they're you know most of either Jewish or white, but they they supposedly act black. No, look, man. Where you grow up is where you grow up. Yeah, you're, you're the culture you're, you're that you're surrounded in. That's you, and that's your influence. That's yeah. you. That, that's how you feel. That's how you live. That's how you were raised. That's what you know. Yeah. So th- this whole you know just because you're you know Caucasian but yet you know you talk like fucking you know trick daddy. Yeah. Or whomever. Yeah. That don't mean shit. Yeah. It 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 doesn't. It doesn't. Not in my opinion. But anyway. Sure. So that's that. I love Beastie Boys. Um, now recently. Uh, I've, uh, within the past two or three years, I stumbled upon a dude named Alan Stone. Okay, put me on. A- Alan Stone, uh, dude, young dude from from Seattle. Alan Stone. Uh, actually, the very first time I heard him was off of uh, Macklemore's uh, a, a track off of Macklemore's album called uh, Neon Lights. Okay. Oh, sorry, Neon Cathedral. Excuse me. All right. And and he did the chorus. The very first time I heard it. I'm thinking, yo, that's a, you know, just, just a regular soulful ass black dude. Negative, <laughs> total opposite. I mean, the, the, tons of props to this guy, Alan Stone. Young dude, uh, long, curly, blonde hair, big, thick old glasses. Uh, but not your prototypical soul definitely singer. not. Definitely not. But this dude has soul from the '60s and '70s. I don't know how, I don't know why, but I don't care. You're just glad that it's here now. I'm glad. Hell yeah. Dope. I mean, dude, uh, it's... In my mind, he's he, he would be like a modern, comparable uh, R&B singer to, let's say... Man. Let's say Al Green. Wow. I mean, it's That's a, strong. It, personal, personal opinion. Yeah. I mean, he the is... The Reverend Al Green. Al... Boy. That dude, he did, Alan Stone could belt a, belt a note with ease. Wow. Ease. I mean, it would be, and and not even falsetto. Straight up, all the way, full on high C. Okay. Gone. Gone. Uh, uh, it, I, I just love that guy. When you when you mention when you uh, when you mention uh, unsuspecting, unexpected or unsuspecting voices coming from people and and just or even soul, just uh-huh. as, you know, soul. Um, and, and I'm 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 drawing a blank on her name. Um, Who's on, bro? But it was back. It was it was late eighties, and it was Blue Eyed Soul, and it's it's uh, she sang uh, been around the world, uh, been around the world, and I yeah yeah. You said you said that a lot. I can't buy my baby, oh, and I can't remember funny. her name for me for the life of me. Funny thing, I just downloaded that song recently. Really? Hold on. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. What is it? And, I, and I, I'm drawing a blank, and I want to. It's not a net. For some reason, a net keeps popping into my head. It's not. A net Annette 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 Annette
You going way back on that one. Yeah, no. Nah, there was color back. There was color when she was on TV. Was <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Um, yeah, but yeah, around the world. That was uh, that. That's that reminds me of that same situation where someone's singing a song, and without you getting a look at the person's, um, the image of a person. Ooh, Lisa Stanfield. Lisa Stanfield. There you go. Lisa yes, that Stanfield. Was, that's. Uh, I think that was one of my earliest memories as far as what you're describing with yeah. uh, Alan Stone, where someone sings, you hear them, mm-hmm. and you kind of like. You 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 visual, you mentally visualize them as one thing, and then you mm-hmm. see them, and you're like, hey, what? Yeah, no, you, you're throwing for a flip. For a flip. Does he have any uh, solo project or his own? Almost oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Man. All right. So you went ahead and you started looking up. Oh, after hearing after hearing Neon Cathedral, hearing his voice, hearing the just the the, the dedication and the soul behind uh, his voice, um, you know, they, they I've realized that there were some albums. Oh, I said one album that came out. Uh, what's it called? What's it called? I gotta find it now. See, the the, the thing about this is that after you drink beers, your memory is not no. what it used to be. It ain't. Yeah. And if your memory was bad to begin with, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Chopping luck. that out. Ginkgo biloba. That he has. All right. So the 2012, he came out with a self-titled album, Alex okay. Stone. Uh, and in fact, there's a, a YouTube video uh, of him and his band performing the call the song called Unaware in his mother's living room. <laughs> in his mother's living room, um, you know he's he's up front with his, his acoustic guitar. He got a drummer, got a keyboardist, bassist, and I think maybe like an electric uh, electric guitars. Um, but oh man, I saw that video and I realized that when it comes to expressing your your your, your feelings in mm-hmm. music, yeah. Who cares about what other people think? Just do. Yeah. You know, it's it's you're expressing yourself. You're letting out the emotion that's always that's pent up inside. Yeah. Let it out. Yeah. Uh, and not only that, it's it definitely has, has helped me in realizing that why should I be shy and timid to sing in front of people? Okay. Mind you, I hate doing it. Hate it. Absolutely hate it. Uh, you know, if if I start singing around you, that means I'm comfortable with you. I'm, I'm comfortable around you. But when it comes to just random people, random strangers, especially if I'm put on the spot, hell no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, note straight to your face and I'll walk away. Yeah. Not going to do it. But, I mean, Alan Stone showed, you know, it, it has showed, or at least is presented to me that it's, you know, who cares how you look? Who cares what people think? But, you know, if you have the voice, if you have... Even just not even you, you don't even have to have the voice. If you have the want, yeah, to do it, go for it, do it. You know, and, and you know, and just let the chips fall away where they may. You know, some some people might dig your style. Some people, you know, people won't. Who cares? Yeah. But as you, you dig, you, you dig your own style. You dig your voice, and you, not only you dig if you like to sing or if, if anything, you like to play an instrument. You like to draw. Just just freaking do it. Yeah, Who don't cares? hold yourself back. Just do it. Yeah, there'll be yeah. plenty of people that could try to throw obstacles yeah. and, and, and forks in the road in front of you. Just mm-hmm. don't do that to yourself, you know? Definitely. I feel Hell that. Yeah. I feel that. Word, uh, word. So we covered right. a little bit of everything. We started with yeah. the uh, with the early influence of, of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we got into um, your expansion when it came yes, to... Uh, Blues, rock, a little bit of country, mm-hmm. uh, and then we capped it off with Alan Stone, the yes, soulful sir. sounds of Alan Stone. I'll definitely have to get boy, into that. Alan Stone, that boy. So with that, we're gonna take a pause here, All and right. I'm gonna play something for you. Okay. And then on the other side of this, 
you know, we're going to get your feeling on it. Let me know what you think. All right. So let's do this. What's up? What you Bruce Beats and Eats the Podcast. Old Head Ed. Yeah. I am everything and I am anything. I am the yin, the yang, the alpha, the omega. I am the oppressed and the reparation. Absolutely. Now that I am black and brown and out and out claim the nation of Islam and Islam at the same Time. Let's talk let's, let's, about the underrepresented, miseducated, mixed folk that looks something like me. We just want you to see that we know how to breathe. Yeah, look. What you admire and been provided by the school of enlightenment, my pyramids and I'm a mix of enchiladas and fried chicken. Daishikis and Pendleton's penitentiary penmanship Hieroglyphics written on the side of bridges Crips encrypted so the pigs miss it On the fence written for you on the fence, niggas Stereotype fitting why you get offended, niggas Big lips, don't forget about the size my dick is Tongue slick like Chicano veteranos giving kids wisdom Star stickies till they hardly bend it Put a part up in my wig when you finish clipping Coca-Cola bottle resembling women cooking gallo in the kitchen in the same pot, my mom's cooked the grits and chilling. This is the sound of three flowers in the nappy heads of mixed children. On a nigga. Of something to eat will make you work by any means. What I put to this beach, black beans. On a surface, something to eat will make you work by any means. What I put to this Hallelujah, Papa took the hollow shooter. My pop was a writer, my mama never knew it. Your little hustle talk, he probably yawned through it. My mama was a gospel music connoisseur. Pops played the oldie, so it's only right I do this. Simply, I'm a product of uncommon reproducing. Blacks and Mexicanos wasn't really on no cool shit. It's probably why I see your obstacles and don't get moved a bit. Seated all at 18 with a bullet. 80s baby out the womb with a full clip Pity the fool talking guns for the cool of it It's cops on the loose killing teens who do you defend? The system been overdue for a crucifix Rebuke Lucifer, kneel and kiss a crucifix Start a movement that'll spark a revolution Before you do you better love the skin you maneuvering Origin stories and lessons. 
has learned. These ranflas we roll slow and low are metaphors for resistance, audacious aesthetics subverting the status quo. We arrasquachismo raise fists and familia. The fire of warriors burns in our blood. The strength of our mothers woven into our bones. You cannot colonize that which refuses to surrender. You cannot kill that which refuses to die. Bruise beats and eats. Yes. The podcast. Thanks for sticking out. Uh, thanks for hanging in there with us. We're uh, we're just on the other side of the uh, beats portion. I just played a song for Brother Gabe. Yes. It was um, Choosy and Exile off the Black Beans album, and it was actually the title track. Mm-hmm. It was Black Beans off the Black Beans LP, LP featuring Devon. <laughs> Choosy and Exile. Gabe, what did you think of the song, dude? I that. Is, is that recent? Yes. Is that a recent? It, it's actually, it came out, I, I don't want to say more than a, about a month and a half ago. No way. And I want to say that that's right now, that's probably, there's been a lot of solid releases as far as hip hop goes in, right. the, in, in the first two quarters of the year, mm-hmm. or coming on the end of the first two quarters. Right. But um, that's probably my favorite album right now. And uh, yeah, solid work. But what did you think about it? No, you know what? Uh, the, the very first thing I thought was, uh, you know, how long ago did this track come out? Okay, because that's definitely you know is is far from uh, what what's what's being put out nowadays, at least commercially. Okay, um, and uh, it it goes to show you know how how diverse um, how diverse you know the, the 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 country and the world is is nowadays. You know, it's from what it sounds like, dude is you know he talks about his African American roots, talks about his Ameri- his Mexican roots. Correct. Um, not only that, you know, just seeing the differences between the two and also seeing the similarities. Okay. Between the two. Yeah. I, 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 I've, at least to me, that's what it seemed like, you know, he was touching touching base on. Um, but also, you know, when it comes to the, to the differences, you know, yeah, you know, uh, culture, there are cultures or we, the, the cultures of the world, there are definitely many differences. Uh, yet again, many similarities and it just goes to show that at the end of the day, we're, you know, it's it's all it's all stemming from Pangea. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's all stemming from the motherland, uh, which if I'm, you know, Africa, ain't it? Correct. Uh, we we all we all come from we all come from there. Uh, and when it comes to, yeah, our uh, our uh, earliest our, our earliest lineage, definitely, and and it, it falls well within what we eat. Well, or at least what what we eat uh, when it comes to the culture, what we uh, uh, what we listen to, what we what we drink, what we what, what we drink. Bruce Beeson eats uh, the podcast. He just covered you. it. It's uh, you know it's it's all encompassed in one, yet all separate. Yeah, you know, and it, 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 I feel that that just goes to show, you know, that that uh, differences are uh, are starting to be no more. Uh, but I, in my opinion, to give it another hundred years, we're all gonna be brown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're all gonna yeah. be brown, man. We're, yeah. we're all gonna be nice and tan with some curly, curly ass, nice hair and you okay. know, curly ass hair with some light ass eyes. Oh, hey, listen, Gabe Stradamus, he Yo. just predicted it. Yeah, I'm you telling can, you, y'all heard it here first. We I know mean, we're about exclusive. Bruce Bees and he's we love an exclusive. Mm-hmm. Gabe just told y'all we all gonna be brown skinned I may not be alive, but somebody, <laughs> but somebody's gonna be out there, you know, looking the sexiest fuck with some nice green blue eyes with a badass fro. 
and a nice sun-kissed skin, bro. I'm telling See? you, that's just how it's going to be. Damn, bro. You know, See, just, just not too many people could tell you about what the future is going to look like, and we got them here. And I don't, I don't even have a flux capacitor. Duh, right? That's what I'm talking about, going back to the car theme, for sure. For you know sure. what? I'm just just finishing off this strawberry lager real quick. Okay. It tastes like tricks. <laughs> tricks cereal. cereal. Yes. Silly it, rabbit, it, tricks are for kids. Tricks are one? for kids. Well, shit. Tricks are for anybody who wants to, who could pay for it. But I'm saying, well, hmm, hold on. Are we talking about... Hey. What are we talking about? We're talking about beats right okay. now. And you brought in the brew segment, which is fine. That's Because it goes to show the impression that that strawberry lager left on you. Tastes like tricks. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So you thoroughly enjoyed the song. You yes. touched on a lot of the topics that I picked up on uh, when listening to the song, too. Yes. Um, it takes a level of... It, it takes a level of skill for someone to be able to voice, like you said, uh, or put voice or put words to two cultural differences and then also kind of introduce the similarities. Yes. Um, and he, I think that's one of the reasons why I like his whole album because it doesn't, it's not just, it doesn't stop there. Okay. He has other songs or you get a little bit of everything and um, there's definitely the, the influence of both cultures. Um, Ooh, Exile, Exile did the whole album. He did the beats. Um, no way. Uh, it's all California based. Um, first time I heard of Exile was when he did Below the Heavens mm-hmm. with Blue. And back then, yeah. I think I want to say that was 2010, if I'm not mistaken, 2010, 2011, that album dropped. And and that was a, a, a solid favorite album of mine like, where I would always go back throughout the year. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so he's back at it again. He's rolling with Choosy now. And, uh, and this is the project he put together. And ultimately, I, I mean, in my opinion, it's a solid project. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I recommend you take the time and listen to it. That's dope. Um, but that was, that was Black Beans off of the Black Beans LP. I see what you did there, too. Negro Bean, Black Bean. But, hey, you know, mm-hmm. this, sometimes it's on purpose and sometimes it's on accident. Uh-huh. I'm not going to tell you which one was which. I'm just going to take credit <laughs> for it. Just take it. That's it. So... It. Final words, Black What's Beans. Up? Uh, black Beans, you dug the Black Beans off the yes, Black Beans LP. Definitely. Um, that was my my song to you. For y'all that are listening, Appreciate like I said, it. if you listen to it on the Anchor app, you can hear the sound clip of the song. If you don't rock with the Anchor app, that's fine too. Do yourself a favor. Go online. Punch up Black Beans LP, Choosy, and Exile. Um, I also plan on putting together a playlist of all these songs that I play for my guests. And I'll, I'll put a link out to that. Um, on uh, on uh, Twitter once I figure out how to tweet and uh, <laughs> I'll put links on those and I'll also start a playlist if you follow me on Bruise Beats the letter N Eats at Spotify mm-hmm. I'll put together a playlist there too Definitely. and it'll constantly grow and at the same time if there's something you think I should listen to Shoot me a DM, you know, po- oh, yeah. put something on one of my posts. If you see me post something about music, uh, which I always do, whether mm-hmm. it's a story or it's at one of my actual posts, take right. the time, tell me, yo, Ed, you need to listen to this. If it's something new that you really like and you think that, or you want to get an old head-ed opinion on it, mm-hmm. shoot it over to me. Let me know what's up. So I, I, I lo- I'm digging, I, I look forward to the opportunity to interact with the uh, with the people out there listening, because sure. y- y'all the reason I do this, and because yeah. I like to talk and, and drink beers and we have like this to talk shit, talk about food. We like to talk shit, you know. And real quick, t- touching up on the, on the whole uh, the new Cali style of hip hop. You ever heard of Viva Mezcal? No, Viva Mezcal. He, there's a track he caught. Uh, his uh, album. And I know recently. the Chicharrones, but no, no, the Chicharrones is a dope. Yeah, but then right. Viva Mezcal. Viva Mezcal is uh, his album. Uh, Long live the peyote. Okay. All right, and my my personal, or at least the one that got me onto him, 
is a track called uh, Peyote Cactus. Uh, Peyote Cactus. Okay. Okay. Um, on some psychedelics. Yeah, you know, but it's it. it uh, well, if, if I remember correctly, if my memory serves, we don't really serve right now. I'm tipsy. Um, he, he just you know touches touching on uh, uh, East LA life. Okay. You okay. know, East Los Angeles, Boyle uh, Heights, if you will. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, but no, it's it. He uses, uh, uh, or at least uh, if I want to say, he uses he sample, excuse me, uh, old school uh, Mexican, you know, Spanish track. Okay. That and I love sampling. Well, I love sampling when it's done right. Yes. Yes. But, but that, yeah, no, that's, that's a whole other that's story. A, We're not gonna get into that that's right a now. Lot to get into. Maybe if I come back as a get, you know, come back as a return guest, definitely, man. There's always right opportunities I'm and whatnot. Even if you sit in and listen to somebody else talk it up, I'm down for that. So boom, you walked away impressed from Black Beans. I'm yes. glad. And uh, for those that are listening to, check out the Black Beans uh, LP. Again, I'm not, I'm not, you know. Uh, paid to promote them I just think it's pretty dope music and it's and it's different from what you hear nowadays and it's on another level and it should be it will be appreciated by most so bam yeah man we played the track brother gave gave us his thoughts on the track Mm -hmm. he approved thumbs up across the board that means all of them that means that we're gonna shift into the last gear what we're doing and we're gonna get into the east segment damn stay with us Old head ed, brother Gabe, brutes, bruise, beats, and eats. I'm hungry. No hay bruto aquí. No hay bruto. Yeah. Eating good food. So what you eating on? Catfish. I had that. Brisket. Love that. Pizza. Love that. You know we own. We eating good food. So what you grabbing on? Bruise beats and eats. Oh man! Old head Ed, yes. back at it again. That's him, brother Gabe, across from me. Yes, sir. And uh, we've arrived at the portion, the potion, the potion, the potent, the the potent portion, the potent portion drinking. of the podcast. We've been drinking too much beer. We drank, we talked music, yes. and now <clears throat> we discuss food. Oh, eats. We're gonna get busy on uh, the favorite. Um, Favorite foods, least favorite foods, mm-hmm. uh, what you can't stay away from, uh, what you can't Everything. go without. <laughs> but before we get into that, uh, we're going to touch a little bit on uh, Brother Gabe's new project. He's got yes. something in the works. Tell him about what you got uh, going on. All right, man. You know, look, I don't know. I'll say it like this, man. Yeah, I'm tired of being chunky. Um, growing up, Growing up in South Florida with all the deliciousness when it comes to croquetas, when it comes to... Patele de guava. Uh, patele de guava. Ay, Dios mío. It's all delicious. It's, it's all delicious. And obviously, you know, when delicious things are, are out there, they're not really good for you. Well, at least they're not good for your health. But who cares? Because they're delicious. Who cares? You know, the Cuban bread toasted with butter dipped into cafe con leche. Oh, God. There's a lot of options. That's for there sure. are, there are griot. Shout out to my zoats. Okay, griot made, an, you know, made if, an appearance. You know, you know, you know what griot is. That's basically just, it's, it's fried pork rind. Well, not pork. It's like fried pork pieces. Uh, yeah, it's like masa de puerco, but it's basically not. It's, it's, it's the sapase version. Oh, but it's delicious. It is delicious. But you know what? Yeah, and on top of that, you know, coming from a, a line of uh, people who like to eat. 
I'll say that. You know, um, I have come, I have succumbed to the sameness in being uh, a portly gentleman. So, okay. I figured. Oh, and on top of that, you know, separately, my hair stopped growing, or at least uh, started to recede at the ripe young age of uh, let's say 23, 24, um, after the birth of my daughter. And um, you know, and and we, you know. You know it as much as I do. We come from a line of of gentlemen who who who, who struggle with, with a with, with a natural with a nice hairline. Follically challenged. Follic. There you go. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. So, I uh, I you know, given the fact that I am one of the follically challenged men in this family, uh, I've and not only on top of that, I realized that my facial hair has decided to grow as if I was a wolf man. Exponentially. Yes. Yes. I, I can grow a full beard in three months. And Give there's people who have a hard time with that. Give or take. Give or take. Okay. So, and on top of that, I I have what one would call a baby face. If I were to basically shave my whole face down to the skin, I look like I'm maybe 18, 19. Okay. You know, a bald 18 or 19. There's a lot of youth under that thing. There's a lot. A okay. lot of youth. You more know. than you'd like. More than you feel comfortable with. You know, I was blessed with clear skin. There you go. I'll take I'll take that. Also, also, most people, something that most people <laughs> would love to have. But definitely. The, so, where does that, where does that leave us? Where does that leave us? Well, I figured, since I can't stand my baby face. Okay. Uh, plus, I can't stand my portliness. Okay. I figured if I'm definitely if if I'm gonna make it to where I want to personally be physically, uh, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to health, when it Your comes goals. to my exactly my goals, my, okay. uh, my my physical attributes, my physique. I figured I will torture myself. Torture. Torture myself in shaving my beard, or at least. Yeah, no, I'm going shaving my beard off and allow it to grow back out. But I will only allow it to grow out as long as I am uh, as long as I am progressing as I should when it comes to your goals. When it comes to my goals, okay. when it comes to working out, eating right, uh, you know, the, you know, making sure my my num- the, the numbers I want to see drop are dropping. Okay. And if I realize or if if it's being brought to my attention that I'm not progressing as I should mm-hmm. I will reshave my beard and start from scratch start from scratch and and walk around in the in the in the in the condition that you least like that I hate about myself which is my baby face which is a bald face bald face bald head <laughs> bald head yeah I'm, I'm basically clean as a whistle my, my, might as well just put me back into the womb <laughs> that's all I'm saying so with that being said I've uh, uh, taken upon not only myself but also ask uh, and and hope that my followers, my friends, my family, uh, keep me on my toes. Okay. Uh, if I'm not progressing as I should within, let's say, a two weeks time, bring it to my attention, and I will force myself to shave my beard. Okay. So along with Wilhelmina, the water bottle. Okay. She holds a good 2.2 liters of water that I drink daily, at least 2.2 liters. Nice. Uh, along with, uh, along with uh, you know, eating at least eating better than I used to. Okay. Uh, and making sure that 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 I'm uh, that I keep myself uh, physically active, 
as much as I should in order to progress, in order to follow the program. Okay, okay. Then I will allow my beard to keep continue to grow. So in other words, the fate of the beard, beard lie relies or lies in the hands of how well you do as far as maintaining a regimen with eating and exercise. Exactly so. Okay. I feel, you know, I am not I will not allow myself to grow a glorious beard as you and, and you've seen it before. Yes, I I I've, I've marveled at it in the past. It's, it, it's glorious. Uh, honestly, I, it, if it wasn't my own beard, I'd, I'd probably fall in love with it. Uh, but it is what it is. I, I have to make sure that I, I take responsibility for myself. I, I take, uh, I keep myself accountable. Correct. That's what I was gonna say. It, it, it gives you, uh, uh, it gives you a reason to be accountable. It gives you uh, motivation to keep what you like the most about your facial features, yes. which is the beard. Which is the beard. So you're gonna embark in this journey. Yes. Um, have you started? A, have you set a date as far as when you're going to embark this journey? Well, now you already started on the water. You're getting enough right. of the water in there, okay? Right. Uh, in, in all actuality, I have already started the page uh, some time ago. And in fact, my daughter, my lovely Leilani, I love you, Leilani. Okay. Uh, she is. Uh, she is. Uh, she is self-proclaimed my manager. Okay, so she's managing the way she's this thing goes down. Managing all aspects. On top of that, managing the uh, the my Instagram page. What is which the Instagram is page? Beardo Gabe, not weirdo, but Beardo, B-E-A-R-D-O-G-A-B-E. Yeah, it's not weirdo because that would be weird. Well, we're talking about Beardo. We all know I'm a weirdo anyway. <laughs> but this is where the, this is all all encompassing my beard and my phys, my physical physique. Okay. Now, mentally, I'm happy as can be. Yeah. In all actuality, if if it wasn't for the part of me that wants to be physically fit, that wants to be able to go out to the beach and take off my shirt and have women oogle and ogle and whatever word you want to think of yeah. over my physique, over my abs, I promise you I will have six pack at least. There you go. Um, and, you know, 22-inch pythons. Shout out to Hulk. Watch out, Hulk. <laughs> Shout out to my man, Hulk. Uh, so, yeah, so, you know, the, my plan is to not, not only to... Be willing to just, but but you know, but most importantly, to be comfortable in my own body, in my own skin, by and taking yourself out of your comfort zone, exactly. which is your beard. So you're exactly. willing to sacrifice your comfort, and that's like most most trainers, most coaches, coaches are going to tell you that, you know, you know, in order for you to challenge yourself, you have to come out of your comfort zone. You got to oh, do definitely. things you're not norm, you're not used to doing. Most so definitely. that that's your focus. You're willing to uh, compromise what your your comfort zone, which is your beard, yes, and that that aspect of you, yes, and uh, put that on the line to accomplish other goals. That's great. That and then the fact that you're doing it on social media, it, it does increase the level of accountability. Yes. Ability. People are going to be able to see progress, or 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 not progress. Wherever you end up, yes, they're going to be up to date with what what's going on. So most definitely, the, if the time frame where you don't progress they'll they'll be able to tell because you're like yo the beard's gone yeah well and on top of that i've, I've already got called out okay within, within the past two weeks somebody uh, put out a challenge no for no, okay. in, in all seriousness uh the, the 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 wife of a good friend of mine uh she's awesome awesome lady herself um you know she she even contacted me like yo what's the deal it's been over a month you're not being held accountable Oh, so some would say that right there, right then start then, is in my first post. Uh, you know, she, she definitely brought brought it out there. And you know, and I'm glad she did. Okay, I'm glad she did because on and and, and I'll uh, 
being honest with myself, um, yeah, I I went back to I went back to exactly what I used to do. Okay. Which is to say, which is to say, you know what? Ah, whatever. I'm happy. I don't give a shit. All right, was he? Uh, was he fall be, back on? I'll that? just be chunky. Okay. But no, she she brought it to my attention. Hey, you're not holding yourself. You're not holding yourself accountable. Okay. And in fact, and of course, I said, you know, thank you so much. Yes. Because nobody uh, up until that point, nobody said a damn thing. Mm. Uh, so you know, thank you so much, Ileana. Uh, you know, shout she, to you. Shout, shout out to you, Ileana Thorne. Uh, and and yeah, Chris Thorne, you're my man. Yo, much love to you. Uh, hope everything is all right in DC. Uh, yeah, so if it wasn't for Ileana, you know, the, that page, that IG page just would have gone to the wayside. And uh, Early on in the oh, progress, early, in the process. After one post, after wow. what, a month, uh, you know, planning this whole situation, yeah, I would have okay. been done with it. So, so positive right now, that's all going to change. Uh, that's going to take a different life in itself. You're yes. going to stick to it. You're drinking your water. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, you made an, I guess, I mean... I appreciate you came through and had some beers, well, um, but there's always ways to work in some of the some right. of the things in life. You can work it into your diet plan. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean restrict yourself totally of what you're eating. True. And most people will tell you this. You can, you can always find a way to work in what you like or what you can't go without. Of course. And still have successes when it comes to um, uh, you know reshaping yourself or getting into the, the the shape that you like to get into. Of course. So now that we got that out of the way, mm. y'all make sure you follow Beardo Gabe. IG, yes. follow the progress. You'll see the stories. You'll see the pictures. Yes. With all that said, what's up, my man? Let's talk about food. All right. Gabe. Yes. Favorite dish? Pastelong. Pastelong. No question about it. Pastelong. Hey, y- y'all know what pastelong is? You, I know you want to know. I, yeah, I know what's up. You know Let what them is. know what's up. All right. We've all had lasagna. Yes. Right? Yeah. We all know lasagna's pasta, meat. Cheese, whether it be ricotta, mozzarella, all that good stuff. Right. And, 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 and no hate on, on lasagna. I love it. Yes. It is delish. It is it is a fat man's dream. <laughs> and Garfield. Uh, true. And Garfield the cat. Oh, y'all remember Garfield? Y'all know who Garfield is. Wow. Comic strip, he was always eating lasagna. But go ahead. Garfield, the, the, the only, well, between, between him and Heathcliff. Yeah, yeah. The two talking yeah. cats. Yeah. But then again... Sure. But then again, Garfield didn't really talk. He just he, 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 he thought, spoke in his he mind. Thought. He was always hating That's John. What it was. John was the owner and the dog and Odie, Odie. and Odie. Odie. But anyway, Odie. so back to the That's, That's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, a pastelon. Pastelon is. What's the um, relationship between that and lasagna? Or what were? Well, uh, it's it, it it is a dish that uh, that has come down from generation to generation from the Dominican Republic, or at least to my knowledge. Okay. Um, so, picture. Instead of pasta, throw in some some mashed up and my personal preference, sweet platano, okay. plantain, sweet the plantain, ripe one. the ripe. It looks like it's black, black brown. It looks like it's like, it, like an overdue banana, straight overdue. Yeah, but it is not. In fact, if it ain't black, it ain't ready. Okay, it ain't ready. That's just my opinion. Okay. So, um, it's a, it's basically layers of ground beef. Of course, you know you you, you uh, cook up the ground beef with olives and you know uh, some some peppers if you want. Again, it's personal preference. Personally, when I make it, I, I make it straight ground beef. Uh, I throw in some some Dominican cheese in there, maybe some uh, maybe some mozz- some uh, monster cheese. Okay. I, I sh- wow, monster cheese. It works on that. Ooh, wow. Yes, it does. Okay. Um, if you want to, you know, maybe uh, touch touch up some Italian side of it, throw some provolone. 
Okay. Mozzarella cheese, provolone. And, and again, it's all personal preference. I like to throw in some even some Mexican cheese mix yeah. in there. But all in all, it is ground beef, cheese, and plantains. And then it's That's pretty the much layers. Kind of like a lasagna, you have a layer of plantains, yep. a layer, layer of your beef mixture, mm-hmm. and then your cheese, and then you repeat. You repeat until you get to the tippy top. Nice. Tippy nice. top. Uh, so it's uh, and it's it's a dish that that, I, that moms taught okay. me taught me how to make. And uh, ever since she taught me, I I made it for countless potlucks. Okay. Countless barbecues. And how does that and go it, over? It, it doesn't last ten minutes. Really? It don't last ten minutes. And and, and I, I mean, when you say potlucks and barbecues and whatnot, right? Is is there a good amount of Dominicans at this, or is it a negative? No, no. We're, we're, we're talking about people who've never heard of the dish before. Oh, okay. So their first time experience. Yes, yes. We're, we're talking people, you know, who uh, you know they might know what what plantains are, yeah. they, and obviously they know what a lasagna is, yeah. but have never had a patelon. Wow. Never in their life. So you got callbacks and, on that. You, you, in fact, there's a uh, the young lady from from uh, from my place of work. Had, she even consigned. Uh, she consigned me to make a dish for her mother's birthday. To make wow. a tray for her mother, a tray like straight up coffee, like no, not coffee, straight up cake tray. Cake, yeah, yeah, like a of sheet, like a, a sheet, tray, <laughs> a cake. You know the word I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking a t- cake t- pan. Uh, exactly. You know what <laughs> I mean. Well, Enough to feed a good twenty people. Wow. And in fact, wow. it, it, I, I t- and I love to cook actually. Okay. I it, it's it is something that. Surprisingly, as 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 has been brought to my attention, personally speaking, I I, I, I like to cook because you, you're talking about feeding people. Yeah. You're talking about uh, and and it's not just food just to feed somebody just to, you know to satisfy the hunger. No, you're talking about food that that that, that brings a, a certain emotion. Okay. To to the person. Yeah. Whether it's happiness, whether it's fulfillment, whether whether it's and it, it can even go the other way, where it's like just disgust, pure disgust. Yeah. Now I, I you know nobody's ever told me to my face <laughs> that they didn't like my shit. Yeah. But then again, you know they they always say, they always say yo my man yo, they keep well, asking me to bring it back. They, every single partner when it comes to work, Gabe, you bring it the loan? I guess so. That's what okay. people want. Hey, That's who are what you I'm to deny the people? You're right. Who are you to deny the people? You are right. So you I are am one of the people. I will give them what they want. That's it. Uh, yes. I will give them what they want. Uh, you know, well. Yes. With the, with the, with certain parameters. With, correct. Correct. <laughs> and the pasta is the easy part. Mm-hmm. So you've already had people request that you make more. Awesome. I mean, it's, yes. it's a great. I just. I imagine it's got to be an honor to have someone else say, oh, "I'm going to bring this to my mom," which moms are typically. The, you know they cook. Oh yeah. Old, you know the moms from the, the raised us. Most definitely. They know their way around a kitchen, and they, and they get busy. So for someone to say, "Yeah, my mom will enjoy this," then that says a lot about the dish. And they're sticklers because okay. they, they, you know the, the old old school moms that they are sticklers. And they won't tell you. No. They won't, won't. tell you if it's if something wrong with it. I no, mean, they no. won't hesitate. They won't hesitate to tell You're you. Right. No, they, they'll mean. they'll tell you straight to your face. Mm-hmm. And and in fact, when, when I delivered uh, the the uh, the pan. Uh, yeah, the pan of patelon. Um, she, you know, she, I, I even asked her like, you know, do me a favor, try it. Just, just get, you know, let, let me know your opinion. Yeah. It. She couldn't say anything. Wow. She couldn't say anything. Wow. It, it's, it, uh, the old, you know, old school Colombian lady. Okay. Um, but it's, you know, she couldn't say not not out of words. She just straight looked at me, gave me a hug, and that's it. She and sat, that's it at all. She sat down. That's it. That's, that's it. it all. And mind you, we're talking about a simple, at most, four ingredient dish. Okay. 
And if I, and, and, and uh, my my perspective is, if you feel that you have to use more ingredients than truly necessary, mm-hmm. then you're doing it wrong. You're covering up something. Exactly, yeah. you're doing it wrong. Yeah, a dish, uh, uh, any cooking dish should be simple. Yeah. It should not t- it, it, it should not. You should not rack your brain on what you should throw into a dish. Okay. If it's simple, then it's good. It's, and if it ain't good. Then yo, then then change it up a little bit. Okay. But it should, you know, the simple dishes are the best. Bam. So that's words of wisdom are the best. from someone who didn't realize they like cooking as much as I like cooking. You're right. And now they're at it and they're they're feeding people and getting good reviews back. If it wasn't for you though, okay. When it comes to my, my favorite dish to cook or at least entree, I love cooking breakfast. Ah, uh, you yeah. taught you taught me how to cook scrambled eggs. Okay, remember what two seventy Northeast one seventieth Street, but North Miami Beach three three one six two. I'm killing. I'm. I don't remember that address. I'm glad you remember the address. This, that, that was the address that we grew up. Well, yes, yes, we grew up in. You started going to JFK. Yes, or you, you were going to JFK. It was like right in the middle. Yeah, I was Falcons. going to. I was going to uh, Sable Palm Elementary. Okay, now known as. The Honorable Gertrude Edelman. Really? They switched oh, up the name. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, sadly enough, she passed. Okay. I love Miss Edelman. Rest in peace, Miss Edelman. Uh, but they named the school after her. Lovely. Yes. So, oh. back in the NMB days, and, and, and in fact, it was in uh, when our cousin Ronald used to come over and sleep over. Okay. Shouts to you, Ronald. Ronnie D. Once again, you taught me how to cook breakfast. Okay. You taught me how to cook scrambled eggs, French toast. Uh, actually, that was it. Scrambled egg, oh, my bad, and pancakes. Okay, yeah, that's it. Scrambled egg, French toast, and pancakes. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for those three, my cooking my, my cooking career would never started. <laughs> ah, okay, that's so you it. maneuvered. You, you got a little bit of a, a knowledge on maneuvering around three dishes that you would use for breakfast. Oh, of course. And then from there, it it, uh, it instilled something where you could always go back to, and then now you're at a point where you could whip up a pastelon, you could uh, try Easy. different things out. Easy. Dope, dope. Yeah, I, I, I learned how to cook early. Um Cause you know I don't know about everybody else's household, but you know when you're in a Spanish household and mm-hmm. you're young, and the parents want if their parents want to sleep in, they're gonna sleep in. That's it. Don't don't even try to wake them up. Not even. So of course you're sitting there watching Saturday morning cartoons and yes. you want to eat something. Remember that. And I started whipping up I started whipping up breakfast pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could remember what age I was, but it had to be. It couldn't be no more than I want to say seven. Seven. Really? It was early because, and the reason I remember this is because I learned how to make, how not to make pancakes <laughs> through a harrowing experience. Oh no. Um, where the, I am, long story short, I made some pancakes for myself. I didn't feed nobody else the pancakes. I made oh. these pancakes <laughs> and I believe I was, at this time I had to be in oh, a second or third grade. So oh, that's wow. what five, six, eight, about me. seven or eight. You started the first me. first kindergarten. So I might have seven or eight. Yeah, kindergarten is about five years old. So I might have been seven. I might have been seven, and uh, I made these pancakes, and um, undercooked the shit out of them, mm. and poured <laughs> syrup on them, ate them, and went about my business. And a couple days later, a couple nights later, I'm at the hospital. Oh, They're no. dragging me in. Mom and pops are taking me to the hospital, I and didn't know uh, that. and uh, going through stomach pains to the point where they're like. It might be his appendix. We oh, might have to shit. cut it out. Yeah. No way. I didn't know that. You didn't know that story. No. So, yeah. so old head Ed, when he was a young head, 
<laughs> young head, Ed. Yeah, try to whip up some pancakes. And um, the first time around, it was definitely a learning experience. Wow. I made it out okay. Still have my appendix. And then from that point on, I Thankfully. perfected the game. Wow. And then I was able to pass that on to Gabe. Gabe Man, now wow. whips up pancakes, French toast, and I'm, eggs. I'm glad you knew how to make them when you, turn, when you taught me them. <laughs> Along with other Damn. things. Yo. So that's a little that's a little flashback there. So so pastelon is your thing. Pastelon is you're, my my go-to. Okay, you're big on breakfast too. Yes. Um if you ever have leftovers. Okay. Bless. And um mainly uh well I don't know about you guys, but my main leftovers are always fries. Okay. Always. Yeah, everywhere you go, there's some type of potato, some type of fry. Some you walk away with the uh, the container of what you didn't get Always. to eat that night or that at that uh, moment. Exactly. So, so now uh, usually the next morning, and especially if you know if if, uh, if it's leftovers from a dinner that I have with my kids, mm-hmm. uh, you know we have plenty. We have like freaking two two or three trays full of leftover fries. Yeah. Um, the next morning, what I usually do is I'll I'll throw it into the pan first okay. with some butter. With some uh, with some seasoning, okay. Let that heat up a little bit. Scramble up some eggs. Throw the eggs right in there. On top of the fries. Fries omelet. Wow. Fries okay. omelet. Throw in some ham if you want. Some bacon if you got it. Even if you got some leftover chicken pieces, leftover steak pieces. Damn. Throw it all into the pan. Honestly, I. In order for me to use a microwave, it has to be the last resort. Okay, and that's positive. Yeah, for it has sure. to be the last. We're too quick to nuke stuff. Exactly. Throw and microwaves not, in it. And not all only types of waves. Not only that, it, it, and even if you do nuke some, it, it, it don't taste right, or it don't no. taste as good as you'd want it to taste. Yeah. But when you, you're throwing some fry, like I said, throw you, you put even oil or butter, whatever you want to choose, oil, yeah. butter, throw it in the pan, throw the fries in there, let it start heating up, let it start getting good, nice and golden brown again, resuscitating. Exactly, the, the, get, the fries, get get the moisture back Bring into them back it. back to life, man. Throw some scrambled eggs into that joint, some ham, turkey if you want, turkey slices, whatever. Again, personal choice, whatever yeah, you want to yeah. throw in there. Preference, yeah. But that is the most delicious omelet. I'm telling you. Okay. You got to try it out. Yeah, you ever have some leftovers? I'm telling y'all people, you got some leftover fries, throw it into a pan and the following morning with some scrambled eggs and you want to some protein of your choice. Whatever you want. Peppers Veggies. and all that, all, all that nice, shit. Nice, bro. Definitely something Delicious. I look forward to experimenting with. Let me throw you through another gem. Okay. You go to Pollo Tropical. Okay. Pollo Tropical is ba- it's a it's a South Florida main. Is it is it only South Florida? I think so. I, I don't know how All far right. it goes up north, but it's definitely a southeastern region. It is. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's a, it's a fat. It's mainly it's technically a fast food joint where they they serve mainly Caribbean style food. Correct. Chicken, rice, pea, rice and beans. Uh, you know, plantains. The plantains are there. Both, both are there. The, the the sweet and the tostones. Yep. Yep. Uh, they, they even yo they even serve um, sancocho. Yes, they do. They do. A uh, nice, uh, nice hearty soup. Yeah. Nice hearty chicken soup. Well, at Puerto Tropical, they have a little a sauce bar. Okay. Where yes, I'm familiar with it. Honey mustard, cilantro, garlic sauce. You you, you have you got your a mustard curry. Mustard. mustard that's curry. what it is. Mustard yeah, curry. The guava bad. barbecue. Guava bowl. That is. Yeah, the delicious. guava barbecue. Now, <laughs> don't tell Puerto Tropical this. I whenever not I listening. whenever I go to Puerto Tropical. I I tend to stock up on sauces, <laughs> okay. more more sauces than I truly need for my order. Okay, okay. Uh, because what I do with said sauces, I take it home. Uh, then uh, you know, if I so happen to go to go to my local supermarket, Publix, Winn Dixie, yeah. whatever, I get a rotisserie chicken, a whole rotisserie chicken. 
Okay. Shred the chicken. Throw it into a pan and throw in my sauce of choice. Ah. That, it, it tends to change the whole game altogether when it comes to the taste the of that chicken. complexion of the chicken. T it changes, especially the cilantro garlic. Really? There's a number on it. Yo, that cilantro garlic, honestly, if Puerto Rico sold cilantro garlic on its own, I'd buy it. Wow, like a pulled chicken, cilantro, pulled just, chicken. what I'm saying, just the sauce itself. Oh, I would buy it. That they bottled the sauce and they sold it. Hell yes. You jump on it. I would Dang. buy it because it goes good with everything. Hey. Pork, steak, poultry, veggies, nice. salad. Okay. Everything. Oh, salad, wow. dude, <laughs> salad. It goes great with lettuce. <laughs> Better with, lettuce. It's telling you. It, it's, you know, pollo tropical. Oh, hey. Pollo tropical. You know, for those uh, people... <laughs> The, the, the uh, what is it? The, what's the department? The um, the marketing department. Yes. Pollo Tropical. Research and development. Pollo, Pollo Tropical. R and D. Get get with uh, you, get let's, with brother Gabe. Let's do some business. Yeah, he'll, he'll teach you. you something about what you've already got inside you. your own store. It is it, it is the the uh, uh, the combinations are un, are unlimited. Yes. Or limitless. Or limitless. I'm telling you. Excellent. Bro. So, yo, shout out to Puerto Rico. That's dope, man. I, you got me wanting to try a couple different things. I'll definitely I'll get busy you. in the kitchen and, and, and attempt some of these and see it's where worth, I can take them. It's worth that, it. That's great news. Um, just it's to wrap up, before we wrap up. Yeah, man. Uh, anything on the sweet side? I've had people tell me, oh, I'm not a big sweet guy. I don't mind sweets. Uh, this and that. Anything? Desserts? Anything that calls your attention? Now, hmm... Well, it, 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 it's my sweets are my kryptonite. Oh, okay, okay. Sweet, I I, right. I, I, I tend not to put too mind that's gonna be too much that. mind to sweets because if I do, um, uh, I'll you can find yourself in a situation where it'll it'll reverse all progress. I, on my way home, I'll probably stop at a Seven Eleven and get a little quart of ice cream. Uh, I love okay. ice cream. Okay, okay. I love, uh, specifically, man. Well, hold on. Uh, ooh, what's the name of that? Uh, it's a mango ice cream out there. It's like a mango shirt. Okay. Uh, uh, Permenti? No. Is it Talenti? Talenti. Talenti. Okay. Okay. They're... they're Talenti's cut the check. Talenti's. Yo. Can we talk? <laughs> Ma your, your mango uh, ice cream or sherbet. Yeah. I've never That is it. the closest... Outside of the of a mango itself, that is the closest thing that I've t that tastes like a mango. Really, like throwing a mango in the freezer and then just yes. slices and just eat. That's the closest. Yes. Wow, it is D to the fucking lish. And and Talenti's good about keeping their um, ingredients pretty. Oh, wholesome. Wholesome and compact. Yes. Like they don't throw all these ingredients at you that mm -hmm. are that are hard to pronounce and no, additives all. and all that other stuff. Straight cream, milk, and obviously you know in this case mango yeah. and. Whatever the hell. There'll be one, yeah, there'll be one or two that were like it's not typical ingredients, oh, but God, but they they keep theirs down to a small count. Definitely, Damn. them Talenti mangoes. But on and all that, what has my heart? What has my heart? Rice pudding. Woo! Ah. Rice pudding. You know, mom makes that rice pudding. Arroz con leche. Arroz con leche. Honestly, whenever I see mom walk into the door, or walking through the door with a big ass bag of rice, you know a portion of that, a port, at least half of that, gonna go to rice pudding. Wow, you know, yeah. within the next three months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's no doubt about it. Um, now, hey man, people might well, you like 
Abuchuela con dulce. Abuchuela con dulce, yeah. You, so, so you like that be- that sweet bean? Yes, yes, the cream of beans. Yes. I can't, I can't stand that shit. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the first. That's the first for the episode, for the show. Uh, we had someone who, who went the other way, which no. is totally fine. I get down with arroz con leche too, but um, I like sweet beans. I, I get down with mm-hmm. la crema de... Hey, man. That's, you know, <laughs> hey, man. Do do you boo, but nah, man. I'm, I cannot do with no sweet beans. Okay, so arroz con leche is your My thing. My shit is rice pudding, and, um, and yeah, the, with a little bit of cinnamon on top. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ooh, and, 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 a piece, and a piece of canela, an actual yes. piece of cinnamon, an stick actual piece of cinnamon it. stick. Yes, yes. I'm telling you, that is that's my sweet. If you ever get a chance, treat. I don't know how often they have it, but right down the way um, at Mojo Donuts on mm. Pines in University. Okay. Um, they have, they have a donut called La Abuelita, and it's filled with arroz uh, leche. Shut they got, up! They got rice pudding injected Shut your into, face. This, into this donut, and they got a dulce de leche on top. And I think, in my in my opinion, they do a lot with the, with what's with on top of it. Okay. Like the dulce de leche, I think is overkill. Yeah. Because um, they'll put dulce de leche on, t- on top of it. They'll put like powdered powdered sugar on oh, it, okay. and it's not bad. But I I think you know. The, the focal point of it is, of course, is the, is the, rice, the, pudding. the rice pudding yeah. inside this donut. So, you know, they could do without the dulce de leche. It's, it's a nice twist. It's a visual presentation. It's nice to look at. But, uh, yeah, if you're ever in the air... Well, no, listen. Let's that's the thing of the up. past. Cause that's here, true, right. Here, from Don't this point on, me. from this point on, we're Don't. moving on. Man. It's Beardo Gabe. Beardo. He's going to follow the regimen. Yes, Drink his is. water. Yes. Get his calories in. Burn some calories. You know what? And we're gonna get results. You know what? Given the fact that I do, you know, the the, the main reason or that some one of the ma- my main rules in this page is to hold myself accountable in the fact that if I am not doing what I should be doing, I have to force myself to shave it off. Yeah. Right. Correct. That's Y'all want an exclusive? Okay. Yo, we're going to shave this right now. Because honestly, I haven't done shit. Uh, aside, aside from, aside from you know, actually, you know, watch what I eat. But that's not enough. Okay. That's not enough. So, if y'all hear what's going on right now, I got my trusty clippers, hair clippers, with attachments. But the only attachment I'm going to need... Well, like I'm, I'm not gonna put, my, I'm not gonna torture myself too much. I'll, I'll use a, a number one. Okay. I'll use a number one clipper. But I can't believe this is happening right now. Bruce beats the knee. No, this is serious. Is about this to is serious. This off. This is serious because if I don't do it now, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna okay. do it on service. So, y'all ready for this? I mean, I wasn't even ready for this. I told you, man. But y'all ready for this? We're moving location here. I'm full of. It I'm might sound like we're recording in a uh, restroom because we're recording because in a restroom. Are. Shouts to Solar System Studios. Solar So I'm, I'm gonna let, I'm, I don't even know. I, I don't know how we should do play by, oh yeah. I don't know if I should do color commentary, play by play. Do what you want, baby. All right, Gabe, Gabe's about in to fact, set this off. Let me, get, let me get the cooling gel, right? Okay, yeah, because definitely if you're gonna do something, you might as well do it right, get the cooling gel. So, ladies and gentlemen, well, cool brother it's, Gabe. It's a Cool Care by Andis. Okay. Yo, send me another bottle because I'm almost empty. Brother Gabe is about to embark in this Beardo Gabe journey. So uh, this is actually happening. No, this is really happening. And 
If you, you know wanna... what? I think uh, I think I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna pause it for a second here. Bruce Beats and he's the podcast, and right. I'm gonna document this with some video, for sure. with some pictures, Let's so you guys that. can catch it. Hey, stay good. tuned. Now, you know what? What's up? We're gonna put the pictures up. I'm gonna wrap up the food segment because after this, it's just. We done with the food, right? We are done with the food. So, Bruce Beast and the podcast. This is extra, baby. We're gonna. This is gonna be behind the scenes. Yes. We're gonna set it off like this. Beardo Gabe is gonna take his first steps into uh, holding himself accountable. I have to. Thank y'all again, rocking, brother Gabe. Any last words? You know what, y'all? Thanks a lot for to, to you, my man. I, I, I love what you're doing with this with this podcast. Um, and uh, y'all just continue on, my man. And, uh, for those who are listening, again, Beardo Gabe is the Instagram at. Beardo Gabe, B-E-A-R-D-O-G-A-B-E, also known as Gabe the Babe, and well, you'll see why, because I look like a baby. Bam! And there it is, another episode of Bruise Beats and Eats the Podcast. And as always, I'd like to thank my guest, Brother Gabe aka Beardo Gabe, for taking the time coming through and talking it up with me. I'd also like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in yet another week. Shouts to Solar System Studios. You can find me on IG at Bruise Beats, the letter N, Eats. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Make sure that when you're done listening to the podcast, you favorite, subscribe, comment, and rate. And you know the deal. It's Old Head Ed, signing out. Peace.